Captain Controversy is here. The James Whale Show on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Yeah, because I, I phoned up once before and you did like make a joke and say, oh, we've got another caller from the new forest. He's going to want to fight you for phoning up. Um, but that, you know, I think he probably would want to fight you. You're doing fish noises. To your last caller, and with all due respect to Simon as well, yeah. I think that they are a problem. <laughs> They have a problem. That was that was in the background. <laughs> Stop feeding no, the horses. No, but I mean, what happens, right? Because we don't get the wild horses in London. But if yeah. you, what happens if a? I'd be quite scared if a beast just comes around the corner. Excuse me. Loose. Excuse me. Can we just listen to what Ryan oh, is sorry, saying yeah, before you flipping yeah, interrupt? No, no, and then we've got we got Ian here. The docile. No, he's got an answer. The docile. Yeah, of course they. They bite horses. People don't realise that. Sorry. Well, yeah, they're pony. Anyway, as well. Very kick. strong kick. Ryan, I think uh, you know what you want to talk about seriously, Ryan. I think you're going to have to ring me back tomorrow to talk about that, right? Oh, Do you uh, mind, Ryan? Oh, no, no, stay, really nice. stay on the line now, Ryan, oh. and we can talk about horses if you want. He's gutted. Rightfully no, no, so. Oh, no, no, it's all right. I'll just, You've I'll, wasted I'll, his time. Never walk behind a horse and stand there. You just wanted to talk about why I changed my mind about uh, leaving the European Union, didn't you? Uh, well, I wanted to sort of applaud it a bit, but you had such a go at me once that I, did, I didn't want any, any comeback from it. I, I didn't want to get any sort of like, closure on that, what happened before, but I just wanted to say, yeah, sort of a, applaud it and say well that done, I think that Simon... Takes a big man to admit he's been wrong for two years, and, you know... James is a big man. Yeah. Mm. There's yeah. no denying that. He's, uh, no, well, that's, that's, I applaud it, and I think... He's only half of that. He hasn't actually said he wouldn't you'll you'll agree with the leaving that's all which is um, fine yeah I, th- I think he wants to make sorry I, I've put I've put my uh, I've put my hat on when I'm going to execute somebody you know the judges yeah, the who's, blind, this. who's going blind. well yeah. I think the uh, European Union to be yeah. quite honest is that execute it, so all I, of Europe yeah. I've, I've heard of no, a plan like that before, before yeah. Yeah. yeah no just Didn't just the well. union not the honestly for goodness sake don't be the second one um, to get the boot this week so <laughs> steady <laughs> steady <laughs> So, where were we now? I've forgotten. Oh, yes. Horses. Yeah. Listen, yeah, Ryan. Don't ring go me, behind them. Ring me. They're ponies. They're ponies. Re- exactly, they're ponies. Oh. All right, tough guy. Uh, Ryan, ring me tomorrow. We'll, we'll talk sensibly about this when Ian Lee isn't in the studio. I'm and when sorry. I've managed to put my foot firmly over Ash's mouth so he can't. What's a mule, then, and what's an ass? And what's an a donkey? Ass is, an ass is a, is a baby horse from a donkey and a horse. Mm. No, right. that's a mule. Is that a that's mule? That's a mule, okay. yeah. Oh, that's a mule. Oh, no. Yeah, Ryan, you're right. That's okay. a mule. Well, I was close. Yeah. Uh, close there'll be more I'll show you an ass life. in a bit. <laughs> there'll be more yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> that's an ass. Oh. Yeah. Beautiful, huh? It is nice, actually. Slightly hairier than your average. It's good in the moonlight. Yeah. yeah. Why has it got Stroke spots it. on it? I think that's part of the design. We're okay. back at seven. <laughs> Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
Here we go. Here we go. It's nice to start off with a little bit of the damned. I mean, I, I, it, it's, uh, they're, they're doing an Arthur Lee and love song or a Brian McLean and love song, and it, uh, I, I like their version, but their phrasing is ever so slightly off from what it what it should be, in my humble opinion. And that annoys me as a, as a love purist. I hear that and I get frustrated because they're emphasising the wrong syllables in the wrong places, and it annoys me. But ordinary people will just think it's quite good. No, 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 no. Those people don't count. We got oh, yeah. the we got the lead guitarist from Love coming in in a, in a couple of weeks, and uh, I'll, I'm going to get his views on that. And I bet he, he'll be as furious as I am. <laughs> it's the late night you. alternative. Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle is there. Word. Nettie Baker. Back. Hello. How are you doing? You're right. Yes, good. Thank you. Nice to see you. We have to do the shorthand because we're going to sell you. We're going to sell you two dozen books tonight. Yes, we're going to sell two dozen books. She's here with her second. Well, there's, 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 it's not your second book, but it's kind of second in the series. More tales of a rock star's daughter. I've just tweeted the link, and I'll get, you can't get it on Amazon yet. Why can't you get it on Amazon? Well, yet? because if you go straight to Amazon, you don't make any money. You make like ten p a book. This is the thing. So if you want to, you know, uh, you know, like writing just normal books is yeah. like you. Make as well well if you worked in a shop you would earn more money yeah so to actually get some money for it if you keep it online for six months then you actually get a little bit of money it's for true it. here's the thing as well because I've I got a tiny little record label and we put some records out and we always kind of point people to where the cheapest place is to get them yeah. because we sell the records to the stores for exactly the same price so whatever price they're selling it for it's their profit and Amazon will just put on They'll put on crazy prices. So we always say, look, try and avoid Amazon if you can. Because they just make their own... It's all algorithms. It's all well, algorithms. it's just like my dad's book, you know, that I wrote 10 years ago. And yeah. it's still in print, Hellraiser. And because that's 60-40 from him and, him and I, because yeah. I was a ghostwriter. And so like, I'm keeping it going. And recently the, the royalties came in. So I don't know where you get 12.5% now of the book when it's just in, yeah. in normal on Amazon. <laughs> I sold 413 books. Do you know how much I got from that? Go on. 28 pence. 50 quid. 50 quid. That's ridiculous. And you just think, oh, thanks, guys. I need millions of people to buy it, please. (laughs) Listen, she's honest. I I love, I love the honesty. But that is ridiculous. And, and, uh, you know, the high street's dead. That ain't never coming back, guys, I'm afraid. And everyone's going, yeah, but Amazon's so convenient. But but people don't get, the people that are selling the stuff don't get the money. No, exactly. What's his name? Joe Bezos. Bezos. Joe Bezos. Okay, yeah. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> Joe, it's Joe Bezos gets yeah. all the money to fund his extravagant, multi-femaled um, lifestyle, and mm-hmm. I think it's outrageous. So give us the here, na- here. give us the name of the website. I've tweeted it, and then it's we'll- Weimer, so it's W Y M E R yeah. UK, okay. and they've got all sorts of music books there: punk books, rock books, and everything. And okay. we've got another big cream picture book, but you can get all our books okay. in one place there as well. I've right. got them stocked. Don't, can I give you a little tip? Don't yeah. plug other bands' books. Well, plug, I'm plug just your, saying, plug yours I and didn't creams. say who they were, Good. but I said they can go there and have a look. Well done. More tales <laughs> of a rock star's yours daughter. yours is better. Yeah, mine is much better. We should, we should say, the, the, the shorthand is, of course, that you are uh, the daughter of Ginger Baker. Yep. Very, very naughty, very naughty rock and roll star. Uh, well, he Jay- wouldn't say that. He thinks he's very, very good. <laughs> James Whale. <laughs> James Whale was in as we, we as you were coming in. He went, "Oh yeah, I know Ginger Baker. Very good drummer." I think that's a slight understatement, to be honest. Very, very good drummer. Um, when did you last speak to your dad? Uh, well, I know he's in hospital at the moment. Oh, is he not well? Yeah. No, oh, he's not well at the moment. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 
But um, we don't really have a lot talking to him because we have some sort of family issues going on at the moment. That, so. that you strike me as the kind of family that would have issues. We have a lot, yes. Having read the first, your first yes. book, and half of the second book, I'm only halfway through this. Yeah, it is, it's, what's interesting about this one in particular, well, I'm, 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 I'm fuzzing a little bit, I don't know why. What's interesting, uh, 0344 by the way, if you want to just phone up for a chat, if you want to phone up and talk to Nettie, you're very, very welcome to. You'll answer anything? Within reason. Come on, mate. <laughs> I, I've, I've read your books. Yes, okay. And she, this is, what, what, this is what I like about it. And we're gonna, you're going to speak to Alan Caddick in a minute. This is what I like about it. Is, it, Ginger Baker's not really mentioned in it. There, there's a bit where, oh, you've got to tell me off air, who, that there's, there's, a, there's a drug addict whose dad is a, is a famous television personality. Oh, yeah. Don't say it on air. No, I won't. But I want you to let me know off air. Yes. And then one of your mates goes, oh, yeah, um, yeah, Nettie's, net, sorry? What are you doing the voice for, mate? I'm just, because I've, I've, I've got the voices in my head. Is I'm that an accurate, well, shameless, well, okay, all right. <laughs> Yeah, well... He doesn't uh, sound like that. What does he sound? Is he Irish? Well, you know, to be sure, one of the main... He's Irish, but I don't think he's got an Irish accent. Okay. Well, neither is he. Whatever. Anyway, do it, do it, not, as you think. Not, not in front of a guest, Go Catherine. On. No, no, no. How do you hear it in your head? Go not, on. not in front of a guest. Go That's on. humiliating. She likes it. That's humiliating. <laughs> don't care. That's humiliating. Just do it as you would do All right. It. Now you're both ganging up on me. <laughs> yeah, right. So they're talking about this guy whose yeah. dad's famous, and we're going to find out who it is. And then someone goes, Seamus goes, yeah, well, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, Nettie's dad, uh, yeah, he's famous as well. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that, that's about what, there's, that's one of the few references to Ginger in the entire book. And I love it. It's not a criticism. <laughs> it's great. It is. A, it's a book about, a tw I think it's sort of 23, 24, 25, in it. 20, 24, 25, 26, because it's your 26 birthdays in there. It's just the story of a young woman finding her identity yes. in an ever-changing world and getting off with loads of lads. Yes, yes. mate. Yeah, <laughs> get in. And that's it. Well, there's the eviction, which does yeah. does touch on, you know, my dad and, yes. you know, us getting thrown out of the house and the glory days before we lost it. So yeah. I think it's trying to say, you know, this, it went quite badly wrong yeah. for us and this is what happened next. It is. It, it, you, you become a proper punk in this. I do. Kath, have a look at the... Um, I mean, when I say proper punk, oh, there's a, there's a nude picture. There, <laughs> look, 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 proper, proper oh, punk. Yeah, there's look at that with the undercut and everything. <laughs> and she looks so decent now. <laughs> and that's the thing, though, because all, all the I'm quite old now. Well, <laughs> I was going to say, but all the punks were, were, were all lovely and, and and generally very softly spoken and quite shy and yes. you know, but because they look so. You know, it's an aggressive look, a big pink Mohican and stuff. Well, it sort of isn't really, though, is it? I mean, because, you know, you have to ponce about with a hairdryer and hairspray, and you've all got so much makeup on. I mean, I can't see how anyone really thought that that was aggressive. And as I say in the book, we are getting attacked all the time. There's a, there's a couple of bits By where all you, the nice casuals in their Pringle jumpers. You, there's, there's a couple of bits where people are getting kicked in. One, one of your, one of your yeah, mates gets got, kicked in, and yep. you go, Oi, stop it! <laughs> yeah. Which I, is great. I do. Well, not yeah. great that there's, there's violence. What, there's, describe your um, technique for getting your mohawk. There was, oh, it was, it seemed quite a it's lengthy. The, yes, it, well, it was. I mean, unbelievable. Well, you you wash it, and well, first we have to like comb it out, and then you get all the lumps of old hairspray on the comb, and then you have to put soap in it, 
and then dry it and then you get the crimpers out and then you hairspray section by section and crimp it and it's all smoking and the crimpers <laughs> are stuck with hairspray and it's all spizzing and then you just keep drying it with hairspray and, and, and setting it with a hairdryer on and on and on. It takes ages. God, I've heard of people using like glue and sugar and all sorts. We didn't use, I, we, people I knew, most of them didn't use, but some used sugar water but we used soap and we mainly used the biggest cans of hairspray. God, it's not gorgeous but highly flat. <laughs> we were. Well, in fact, twice in the book, I have my Mohican set on fire. Oh, I've not got there yet. Yeah. Oh, there's, no. There's a couple of incidents where that happened. i got to ask now. Let's just jump forward a bit. Are you are you courting? I'm not coming on to you, by the way. This is not the thing. <laughs> but are you, because the, the whole themes of your book, yeah. you pick the wrong men. You pick the wrong men, men that treat you like dirt, men that treat you badly. Well, there's badly. an afterword there which sort of lets you know about a few little things that happened. Yeah. Okay. But, um... Uh, one of my partners, uh, basically, but they die a lot. Oh, one of my partners that worked out quite well that died, and he used to say to me, bloody hell, the men you picked, and then he, used, he said to me, I don't know what that says about me. <laughs> you pick... <laughs> I'm not very good at you it. You go for older men, you go for younger lads. Younger, you go for, normally. You go for... Or younger these days. <laughs> yes, you go for drunk, drunks drunks, and yeah. druggies. I do tend to like... And people that like, don't even like you. Well, I do tend to go for people that are sort of bit mentally unstable i i seem to like that and i i was out with someone not that long ago he's i won't say who it is because he's quite a nice guy but a friend of mine said to me you do realize he's completely mad and i was like is it i didn't know you don't spot it i don't i just i they i make them feel sort of at home you know i prefer that i just like people like that yeah um, 0344 499 1000. We're going to take some calls in a minute. We've got Alan Caddick. We've got Rainbow George, who's going to ask you to pass on a song to your dad, no doubt. This is what <laughs> this is Rain, Rainbow George's modus operandi is to get other people to do work for him. So that's going <laughs> to okay. be happening. We're talking to Nettie Baker uh, about her book, More Tales of a Rockstar's Daughter. I've just tweeted the link. We'll g- get a pen and paper because we'll, we'll give it out again just before 11 o'clock because it's not on Amazon yet because we want Nettie to earn a few quid out of it. Yeah. Uh, this is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Take a trip into the alternate reality of late night radio. I think I'm in something like the Matrix, and so are you. The late night alternative. Hello, hello. With Ian Lee. Is there anybody out there? On Talk Radio. Hello. New studios, Nettie, and there's a few technicals. There's like a little pause before the show kicks in. That's the computer out there, brand new, $25 million studio, and it still doesn't work properly. But, 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 I tell you what should work. If you put your headphones on, we are going to um, enter the murky world of Mr. Alan Caddick. Good evening, Alan. Hi, boss. Hello, Alan. You, do you, now, do you remember, you spoke to Nettie before? Briefly. Yeah. Well, oh. for, for good reason, probably. <laughs> but. So don't, that's all right, mate. You got, you still got to speak to her. I mentioned you to her when I saw you calling in. She went, oh, I remember him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I spoke to him before. She said, briefly. Thank God. <laughs> so, Alan, now listen, by the way, if people just want to phone in and chat about to the show normally, you're very welcome. 0344 499 1000. We'll call you back. Thank you, Alan. True. I kind of like the idea of our guests just just being part of the show, and the show kind of carries on around them as well as we talk to them about the, the, their stuff. But also, if you've got a question for Nettie, if you want to ask about a dad, if you want to ask about her books, anything like that, 0344 499 1000, as Alan rightly said, we call you back. Alan, what would you like to say tonight? Well, I want to talk about my mum because she's oh. had some physio today. Oh, okay, fantastic, right. Ever had We're physio? The Shut up. Shut up. Ever had physio, Nettie? I have, yes. Okay, well then we're, we're in. We yep. got we got yep. a conversation. This is great. Okay, this is radio. Away you go, Alan. 
Well, she's had the physio coming today because she's not been too well. Aye. As you know, Ian. I, I do know, and I feel netty and all about it. I sent her a very long email last week telling her all about your mum's poorly condition. Yeah, she's done very well today. She got up from her chair, got outside the front door, I walked up the path up to one of the neighbours. There you go, that's Mark, success. And did you retrieve her, or is she still there? <laughs> <laughs> no, she came back to the house on her own. Wow. The, the long-term <laughs> aim is to go from the house to the garage door. Well, the, the, the longer-term aim should door. be to go what? from the house, go to Tesco's, get your tea, bring it back, and cook it for you, Alan. Tesco's is all the way in Quinton. Yeah, well, make her walk! The nurse shop to us is Asda and Forget Asda. Make her walk to Tesco. Get the good stuff. You deserve it, Alan. Well, I've been using Asda for the last ten years. Okay, well, you've been doing the Asda. That, that sounds like a confession and, to Robert. I've got one more thing. Yes? Can we touch the dumb button? No, we're not doing the dumb button. The dumb button is like... I tell you what we'll do, Alan. If you... Now, um, Nettie's dad was in a very famous band called Cream, amongst others, but a very famous band called Cream. If you can sing me a Cream song, I will press the dump button. I don't know Cream, because I've never heard of them. Oh, you have. Oh, Nettie, I'm so sorry. You're going to kick yourself, Alan. I'm so sorry. You don't know, um, you don't know Badge? You don't know In the White Room? No. Well, okay, well, that's your chance to use the dump button. It's gone. Well, I'll have to go on YouTube and have a look go at their videos. Go and have a look at their pop videos, and if, if you call back before 11 o'clock, we'll let you do one, okay? Okay. Thank you, Alan. Bye-bye. There we go. There we go. <laughs> there we... Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you right. like that, we've got some treats coming up. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I guess it'll be nice. I guess the show should kind of, you know... Yeah. You have, we have to put up with them. So do you, if you want to sell your bloody book. Um, Fine with me. This is, a re this is a really short period of time. It's like two or three years, isn't yes, it? Yes, two years, really. Yeah, just over two years. Well, how do you... I've asked you this before. How, how do you, you... You have it in such detail. Well, on the Thursday, we went to yeah. the, the Moscow Arms or whatever. And then we went... <laughs> but that was boring. And so we went to this other pub. And then there was... These three people were there. And we, then we went back to her house. Pegs... We went back to his Peg's house for a party. But then we got kicked out at 3am. But I managed to snog this... The detail is... is, is <laughs> I can sound really tedious. No. <laughs> well, here's, here's the thing. Being young is tedious. Isn't being young boring? Well, I wasn't really that young, though, was no. I? <laughs> I mean, the, the others around were. you. Yes, yeah. I know. No, it's... Uh, it's Obviously, it's, it's slightly oh, it's better. Dating written. the young. It's, <laughs> Hello, would you like a sweetie? <laughs> it's 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 significantly better written than I may have just uh, given you credit for. <laughs> but the you. detail the detail is incredible. Yeah. Diaries, I'm yes, guessing it is, and they're you know it's very close to them actually. Yeah. When I when I you know read the actual diaries, I'm like, oh, it's almost the same as obviously slightly edited but you know uh, so have you got a, have you got a big stack of diaries yes, then yeah. and were you because i i've tried with diary would you ever keep a diary kath i used to yeah how old um 12 oh <laughs> i thought it was good you know. i found it i found it a couple of years ago they're funny though aren't they hang on why why have you not brought it in? I did bring it in. Did we read it out on three counties? Uh, well, not yet. Who cares about that? Bring pictures, it here. It had pictures as well of yeah. people doing faces. Like, she looked at me like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> It's when you can draw. Bring it in, and I won't laugh at you, which is very noble of me, because when I brought in the songs I'd written as a 15, 16, 23-year-old man, I was mocked 
and laughed oh. at. Um, you wrote one to Lucy Speed, you know, the actress Lucy Speed. She played what Natalie in EastEnders. Oh, and right, Danny yeah. Baker's mum in Danny Baker's yeah. mum. Yeah. Um, all right, so, so... so Lucy Speed, you're all I need. That was one of my favourites. Oh, <laughs> that's really nice. Thank you. Now, What's because she's that? a poet. She's a poet, and she reckon <laughs> we sorts. we we recognise yeah, each other's we talent. We We're connected by our pineal glands. We <laughs> she wouldn't laugh at an artist. Just oh, she ex- would if she heard the rest of them. Um, right, next time you come in, <laughs> I laugh at some of my own. Actually, next time you come in, I'm going to bring in some of my songs. Yes, yeah, do and we'll we, maybe we can sing or something. There's right? any way of getting them to your dad? That would be. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> did you, you did you did you have a lot of that of, of saying? If, if there's any way of getting I, we do this to on your the dad. fan page and stuff. Really? I, mean, I haven't at the, that time in my life. And when I did a, a book reading the other night in town, and one mem- one gang member came along. Oh, really? And he was like, uh, some of the others were going to come. They were away, but he one of them turned up. Was right, really pleased. Um, and he, they, someone asked me that question. You know, what did they think of it? Your dad being Ginger Baker? And he was like, and he said, like the guy that, what's his name, just phoned in. Yeah. He said, I'd never heard of him. Yeah. And in the 80s, in the he 80s. was right down. Yeah. So, and that was why I had such a good time with that scene, because we were all accepted for who we are. It was nothing to do with that. There was a lot of that. The kind of, a lot of the, the... I say your dad was on the fringe. I don't mean that in a rude way, but I just mean he wasn't like the who, and he wasn't the well, Beatles. No, he just dropped out completely. A lot of them did, didn't know, they? That documentary about him shows. He yeah. went to Africa, and then he just dropped yeah. off the off the radar really and then he tried to go to America and make it but his, as his wife said no one would work with him <laughs> he's um, uh, uh, d- d- determined is, is the word he's a determined guy he gets his own way and he kicks off if he doesn't get his own way well I just think no I just think he he thinks things are against him or right. maybe he makes things against him so I just think yeah you know maybe he's got a touch of the Asperger's or something yeah you know he's not aware of social situations or thinking things through and, you know, having been a drug addict for a long term. Yeah. And, you know, there, there are all those issues yeah. going on all the time. And and in the book as well, everyone's on drugs. So it's, we were saying the other day, it's a sort of the whole mental health thing. Nobody even noticed in those days. No, they didn't. Well, they didn't in those no. days. They didn't. Uh, um, uh, and if he was at a low point in the 80s, uh, I mean, there's, there's, there's a bit in, in the book where your mum... Sells one of his drum kits, yes, auctions that's right. it, and you think, "Oh, what's this?" And now, right, well, without telling, uh, well, no, I, no, we, he, he'd given it to my brother, and then we had to sell it because we had no money. Yeah. Nineteen eighty-five, it sells yeah. for four grand. Yeah, I don't know what that is in today's money because I'm suspecting that drum kit, I don't know, a quarter of a million quid, maybe yeah, something maybe, like that, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I suppose that was, I guess, as well, like in the early days of rock memorabilia. It went mid-80s. to the Hard Rock Cafe, I think, in Texas did, did or somewhere, it? Arizona okay. or somewhere. Okay, so, so, okay. so people yeah. are going to get to see it while they're eating burgers <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. Okay, <laughs> yes. a bit, important bit of history. In a one-horse town. <laughs> <laughs> but you do talk about money. It's, the book starts off, the new one, More Tales of a Rockstar's Daughter. It starts off with you getting kicked out, you and your your mum and your siblings getting yeah. kicked out of the, the house that you the lived mansion. in. The yeah. mansion. Yeah. And it's... What it strikes me as is as odd is you lot sort with of with Lemmy son. <laughs> well, you with Lemmy son, yeah. but you don't seem to really take it seriously. I know like everybody you... says that, and and I don't know. I did. We didn't. Looking back on it now, I think <laughs> that's quite a heavy thing to happen. Yeah. But 
I don't know. We everybody said that to me. We just sort of carried on as though nothing was happening. You got served notice. Well, uh, my mum. It was my mum. So it was nothing to do with like I was saying for us. We didn't have any idea what was going on in their right. financial life. You know, we're just children, really. Yeah. Although I was an adult then, but you know, you don't know what's going on in someone else's financial mm-hmm. things. So we didn't really realise how serious it was. And they tried to evict us the year before, which is in the first book, and we'd all just got back in again. And then, yeah, they came and we were out. But my mum never did anything about it. She just didn't do anything. But, you know, she had mental issues as well. Yeah, you... Yeah, you made married that. to my dad <laughs> to make them worse. Well, you, uh, well yeah. Divorced they, by then, but... I mean, they, yeah, they're both troubled people. Very much Emotionally so, yeah. troubled. And it impacted badly on us, but... What can you do? I just wanted to have a good time, really. Well, and you... you, you <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty of that. Let's, let's have a little break and then we'll yeah. carry on. 0344 499 We'll go to George in a second. It's a cracking book, Nettie. I'm only halfway through it. But I Thank love you. the first one. And this is... this is, It's kind of... If you've read the first one, you don't need to. But if you've read the first one, it's just like... It's going to sound really cheesy. But it's just like picking up with an old friend where you le- where you left off. And it's it's such an easy read. You know, it's just... Anyway, but 0344 499 this is Talk Radio. Neon lit night talk for torch singers, trolley dollies, and train wrecks like me. Mm. Never know just where the conversation will take you. What I'm going to say sounds ridiculous. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. There it is. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. We're going to take... We'll take a call from Rainbow George. Let's, I, I, I kind of feel I know where this is going to go. I, I should say, I have a bet with Rainbow George. Like This is a genuine bet. He was friends with Peter Cook. He, he, there's a chance he might have met your dad, actually. Uh, did you ever meet Ginger Baker, George? No. Okay. Um, okay, well, he did. Um, but I have a bet with... <laughs> He's met a lot of rock stars. Name three rock stars you've met, George. Um... Ian Dory was a, a, a friend. Yep. And, uh, uh, rock stars, Ronnie Wood. Yep. Um, Ronnie Wood and my old friend, the Eurovision singer. Ronnie, Ronnie Carroll. Ronnie Carroll doesn't count. Okay. We'll Good, Richard. Good, Richard. Sandy Shaw. Uh, that, but I've got a bet with him, a genuine bet. He is convinced that the, the song he has written, the words for, he wants other people to do the music will win the Eurovision Song Contest next year. And if it doesn't, he's going to... How much are you going to pay me, George, if it doesn't win, when it doesn't win? £2,020. That was in. the bet you offered me. And, 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 and I, I accepted it. Yes, I am quids in. This is going to be great. Is there, Do you want to talk to Nettie, or do you just want to uh, chat generally? No, I do want, want to talk to Nettie. Does Pete Brown uh, appear in your writings at all? Uh, no, he doesn't appear in mine, but he does appear in my dad's book, Hellraiser. Pete Brown? Who's <laughs> he, Pete? Does, he does appear in BBC Four iPlayer, Beware of Mr. Baker. Who, who, is that on the iPlayer? Yeah, you oh, can Cass, still you've got, some of that. Oh, Cass, you've got to watch it. Yeah. I, I, I need to watch it. I've not seen it for a few years. Yeah. Some film. Some film. Pete so, Brown, well, I mean, my mum liked him and he's fine, but my dad did, obviously did who was Pete like. Brown? Who's Pete he's Brown? He's the one that sort of got in with the writing some cream lyrics and oh, gets, mu- money gets money with Jack Bruce that... Eric we, and my dad don't get. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, we, we sat next to one another at school. Oh, right, yeah. Right, no, hang Pete's on a minute. A fine guy. George fine. went to school with Pete, Pete Brown, Brown. Yeah, Bri- yeah. Brian Epstein, 
Who else did you go to school with? I'm very, I'm getting very suspicious about this school, George. No, there's different schools, Brian. Epstein right. was a, a Jewish boarding school called okay. Beaconsfield. Because I looked him up on Wikipedia and he went to loads of different schools. Probably, Brian. I was, was probably at school with him at some point. Mm -hmm, yeah. Who, who went to loads of Brian Epstein. Brian Epstein. <laughs> I probably did. I'm nearly old enough now. <laughs> This is what I like. So we've got someone who's laughing at the, the <laughs> pathetic things I'm saying, Catherine. Watch and learn. She's panicking, that's why. <laughs> panicking. <laughs> yes, my panicking laugh. <laughs> Look at those nails. They're two-toned. That's amazing. She's got the she's got the most amazing nails, George. Have oh, you ever done your nails? I'm pleased you said that. I've never done my nails. I I wish it was because. Uh, I wish it was more acceptable for men to wear nail varnish. I'll do your nails for you. Because I would do it. Yeah. I would do it, but I would be nervous. Well, they did in our day, in well, the days of the book, yeah. You talk, you talk about it in your book, there's a lot yeah. of... Um, men uh, in makeup. Men in makeup, bit, a little bit of cross-dressing going on. Yeah, great. Yeah. I'm all for it. <laughs> okay, fine. Well, I'm going to do it then. I'm going to do my nails oh, and yeah, I'm going to cross-dress. That's what we're going to do, George, okay? I've added one line to the lyric. Oh. It's, it's going to be appearing on a postcard that advertises our, our Betty. and, and uh, oh, Betty? Yeah. And, uh, Don't I'm be spending money on advertising. You need £2,000 £2, times a lot. No, I say, I say I, I, Ian is going to be very happy to lose this bet. Okay. Very yeah, surprised. It's part of a story that's unfolding, and uh, I, okay. I think it's going to involve I Ian and Kath and James Well okay. and Howard it's Hughes. Howard Hughes? Not that Howard Hughes. Oh. <laughs> we got a presenter on the station called Howard Hughes. Oh, right. So how but. far on are you now with um, with giving your your song into the the panel that will have to choose it? No, no, I, I'm busy circulating the song lyric. A line has been added. Give us the new, give us the new line. I feel that's what you're, you're hinting at. Yes. yes. It, it, it's it's uh, flow with the glow, let's put on a show. That, that comes very early on in, in, in the lyric. That's a great, it's a triple, yeah. triple rhymer. Flow with the glow. Let's go. Let's let's, let's go with put a show. show. Let's put on, a, put on a show. Let's put on a show and glow and flow. I like that. Let's let, actually let's, it's, it's let's flow. Let's oh. let's flow. Let's glow. Let's we're, we're flow with to the, the show. glow. Let's put on a show. Let's glow. Let's flow. It's time for the show. <laughs> Sounds. It's a great line. I like oh, it. Oh, good. Yeah. And other people like it too. And it's, it's quite exciting for yeah. me. You want to get it into the admin office, though, quick, because it, it ain't going to happen otherwise. They, they, yeah, they've got to be a cut-off point. Yeah. There has to be a cut-off point. I, I say yeah. it, and any country can pick up on it. I yeah, really... but every country will have a cut-off point. You don't just send them a letter and they go, yeah, well, all right, this one will do. They're going to choose. Yeah, so you've got yeah. to do it soon, mate. No, it's going to... Also, gonna... you're really old. I'm really old. Yeah, so you you want to make sure you know this. this you want to make sure that just in case anything happens is what I'm saying. Wow, no. are you threatening him? No, no, it's not a threat. <laughs> it's not a threat of me. It's a threat of from God. <laughs> no, it's the, it's, it's the postcard. <laughs> Nettie, what do you think of Donald Trump? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I've never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go to school with Donald Trump, George? No. No? Okay, thanks very much for your call. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You're very welcome to. Let's go with the flow and put the show there's, in. There's, there's a flow that's glowing. We're having a show in. <laughs> flowing. That's, what we're, uh, that's what we're doing. Um, there's, there's a nice picture. A little bit of suzzy going on there.
Well, well. Little bit of suzzy going on oh, there. Yeah. Little bit of suzzy going on there. Um, is that, you had fun. You're having I fun. I had fun, yes. But I was, really what, 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 there, there feels like an element of well, it's aimlessness. A, well, yes, because there's sort of no direction, really, at yeah. all. But it, I think that's a very much Thatcher time for the young of those days, was we we didn't really have the direction. Yeah. You know, that no future thing, which I was earlier than that. But I definitely, we related to that. But Work is a four-letter word. Yes, yeah. Well, still is, really. I'm not very good at, I'm not very good at earning money. Because I, I can only do like, rubbish jobs, like in a pub or in a shop. And then I get really pissed off with it after a while. Yeah. So, what because of that sort of time, the times in the book where I should have been doing something. And, yeah. you know, all these other things were happening to me. And it, obviously it didn't happen. Yeah. So. Um, you're, you're, you've, got, let me, you've got a sister and a brother. That's right. Are you yeah. still getting on with them? Are they still around? They're still around. My brother lives in America. Right. And he's a drummer, so you can just find him, Kofi Baker, right. everywhere, drumming and drumming. And my sister lives in Amsterdam. And are you close with them? Do, do you get you get well, on? Because there's, there's a distance in the book. They're very close to each other because they're very close in age, so right. it's 13 months. But they sort of left the country. I think to every, you know, the stress of our parents meant that in their early 20s, they, they both left the country. Right. And really never saw anyone hardly ever again. I really? mean, I, I do see them more. I don't see my brother, but I, you know, have my sister a couple of times a year or whatever. Yeah. But no, they sort of buggered off, really. Was your dad, is your dad, was your dad, because uh, he's still around, was he aware of his talent? Was he, was he, it goes either one or one or two ways. Was he an arrogant, you know, rock star that knew he was one of the best? Because he's one of the best yes. drummers in the world. Or was he... Did he not quite? Did he always think I can do better than that? I'm not. I'm not quite where I want to be. I, no, I, no. I think he. he I knew. mean, my early recollections, or you know, like in the early when we first moved to the big house, you know, it was just like, yeah, I am the greatest drummer in the world. Wow. Okay. Uh, and he he said that a lot, and he got all the awards to prove it. Yeah. So, but he really did think that. Yes. And would he look at like Keith Moon and John Bonham and go, nah, nah. I mean, the, the documentary shows that. He was before them, and yeah. as Stuart Copeland said, they all looked up to him. Yeah. And everyone gets annoyed when he slagged off John Bonham and that. But, I mean, he, they were his mates. He used to, they used to go out drinking with him, yeah. and they were his friends. But they looked up to him, and he was the one that they followed. So, And they couldn't read music, and they couldn't compose, and they couldn't arrange. And that's the difference that people fail to understand. Well, also, he, could, he, he, he wasn't a rock drummer. He was jazz. He, he was African. No, he was, he sort of he was everything. Yeah. He, was, he could do everything. Yeah. Just happened to be that... Even if he you listen to Cream, it's not really rock. He there was rock. And he sort of invented that. Yeah. Which people say, I mean, I, I don't really care. But, I mean, I'm just saying, because I, I have to keep the legacy going, and that's what I do with all the social media, the website, yeah. and all that. That's all me. Because it's important, the legacy for the future, I think. Yeah. And so then I have to know something about it. <laughs> I don't really care. <laughs> Is it weird? I would find it weird. My, my dad's passed and we didn't really get on for a lot of his life. But it, I would find it weird that every, if every, every interview I did was like, oh, it's, it's, it's this great book, but tell me about your dad. Or, you know, on Twitter, tell me about, can you get this message to your dad? Tell me, I would find it really weird and I'd find it confusing to, 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 for my personality. Well, you get used to it. If you're brought up with it right. from day one, from your earliest memory, you get used to it. Yeah. And, you know, and then obviously the books are a chance for me to show that I can, you know, 
hey, I'm the greatest in the world at my own thing. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean? so, you know, I wanted people to say, read it, and then they're saying, like, it is good. And I think, right, good. So I'm, I'm now able to go out and say to everyone, hello, 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 buy this, it, it, but it is good. Yeah. Not so because, you, you know, you, I just want to make some money, really. But, <laughs> you know, I, but if you want to give someone something, yeah. it's got to entertain them, it's got to make them laugh. And that's what I wanted to do. I didn't want to bore them to death. It is good. I mean, you are you are a good writer. Uh, and you were telling me before that this the, the, the new book, More Tales of a Rockstar's Daughter, has had some good reviews already. Yeah, it's only it just come out. It has, yeah. It's been out a couple of weeks. Right, OK. So, so people are getting it now, I'm yeah. reading it. And it's a quick read as well, so. Oh, thank God for that. <laughs> I hate those long books. <laughs> It's oh, in big print, so you oh, can I read it easily. <laughs> I hate those long books. We'll have a quick break, then we'll come back. We've got Nettie Baker, her new book, More Tales of a Rockstar's Daughter. I'm going to retweet the link. And before 11, have a pen and paper, because we're going to give you the, the website to go to to get it, because it's not on Amazon yet. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number, if you want to give us a call. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Late Night Conversation, wealth, losing sleep over the late night alternative with e- <laughs> no. <laughs> don't no, no, I've dumped I it. I've dumped it. it can, no, no, excellent timing. Because you haven't Sorry. sworn once. You haven't, no, 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 I and it wasn't, wasn't your on. fault. You didn't know we were going on. I should have warned you, but I thought we've had such a relaxed chat. She won't swear, and it's quite interesting yeah. what you're saying. Literally, as soon as that red light comes on, boom, goes an F-bomb. My fault. My fault, my fault, my fault. It didn't go out, don't you worry. We're talking about the cover. That's yeah. what we were talking about. And it's a great picture of you in, in all your punk pomposity with the dog-coloured spike chain, the earrings, the amazing eyes, the two fingers up and you were saying that the, there was a bit of upset about the cover from some well quarters. no because they, they very kindly universal always do a nice piece for me paul sexton and they put it on the cream page and i thought oh well, you know what the hippies are going to say about yeah. that and they were like oh my god she's as ugly as her dad oh, no. and, oh go and get your teeth fixed no. and, and they went absolutely they just it's like just read the thing before you call but it's just like did we do punk for a reason or what was the point of it really? yeah yeah. Hello, did you get it? Obviously they don't because no. they're all in their 70s. And also, I would have thought that there was... Pete Townsend got punk. He got yeah, it. He, he acknowledged did, yes, it. I would have thought did. that there would have been, you know, between the cream and, and punk. There's got to be well, some... Well, no, because people asked me as well the other day, they said, what did your dad think? Well, obviously in the book it yeah. says, he, I was absolutely horrified. Yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. it was terrible. But, of course, when he went to work in 1986 for John Lydon on the Pill album, yeah. he didn't tell us right. because he knew we were punks. <laughs> So he kept it quiet. I there's, didn't find out for years. Well, this is the bit where you, there's a bit in there where you say he's he's gone off somewhere, and so your sister has to go and look after the that horses. horses he got, that's right. And yeah. it, you didn't know for years he was no. working on Rise. No. So, because he knew we were punks, so he didn't tell us on purpose. That's what that's done that's, for you. That's cruel. Yes. That's a cruel trick. And he also it just shows him I don't, I don't like them. I'll take the money. Right. Yeah. Well. I mean, he says that he never met John Lydon, but when we met John Lydon and in John Lydon's book, he says that he did, they did meet. Yeah. And I know who I believe. <laughs> We've had uh, John on the show, and I He's think he enjoyed fantastic. it. He's great because we didn't mention punk. We had to really kind of. Sw- it was the, it was the, the anniversary, of maybe the fortieth anniversary of punk. I don't, I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, the box out, didn't we? And um, and we really had to say to his his uh, PR look. Don't want to talk about the pistols. Got no interest in them. I want to talk. I want to know what he does now. I want to know what John Lydon does now, living in LA. What is his life like? I said we're not going to mention the P word. He brought the pistols up himself. Yeah. He said, well, when I, when I was in the pistols. <laughs> he sounds like an old dame. But he's he such a, great, he's such a sweetheart, yeah. isn't he? And I was, uh, uh, you know, 
I believe everything I see on TV. So I was terrified. We only had him on the phone. I was terrified. Yeah. I was terrified of John Johnny Rotten. Um, and he had him on the phone. He was like an old pantomime Dane. He's slightly camp. This old gruff voice. He was lovely. Well, I mean, I've got him on the back of yeah. the, the picture. It's a great when we, picture. When we met him last year, my daughter and I. It's a great picture, I. isn't it? Yeah. And I knew because he did. he's in the film. He's in the Beware of Mr. Baker yeah. film. Jay got him to sort of like introduce it. So I thought, oh, that means he likes my dad. So if I meet him, he might be nice to me. And he, was, he said to me, I'm scared of your dad. <laughs> <laughs> and you I go. thought, this is my like hero. The two people that I've met in my life that have that have meant something to me, and the two most wonderful people I've met in my life are, yeah. you'll laugh, go on. Elton John yeah, and John Lydon. There you go. Those are my two, like, the greatest in have my you seen, book. Have you seen Rocket Man yet? Yes. Is it good? I like it, but that's another one that all the people that are in the entertainment industry have yeah. fainted because they're not in it or they've done something right. wrong or they've he's been nasty about his mother. or his, It's done like a musical. Yeah. And it's very much, you know, he's... Telling you, it's very emotional. Mm. I liked it because, and I'm such a fan. Elton can do no wrong in my eyes. I <laughs> thought it was good. Well, hang on a second. Elton can do no wrong. Um, uh, sacrifice that that for me. <laughs> that was a well, wrong. No, no, some later ones maybe yes. I didn't like. I, I, I think like we El- might even agree as well. But I mean, the early stuff and with Bernie Elton and Bernie. I mean, Bernie's, oh, he's you know, great. You can't knock him, right? My, um, and but it's it's very you know camp and we're going to go and see it. We need to go and see it next I week. I really want to go and see it. See it. It's great. Directed by. Dexter Fletcher, who's yes, coming on the show. We love. Yeah. I really liked it. I enjoyed it. Good. I have, that fills me with hope. I have <laughs> the music people aren't happy at all. I screw those losers, and also Elton John. He, he, he don't care, does he? he? Don't care what they think. He's Elton no, John. No, well, I wasn't in it. It's like, and you know, well, I was always at Eric's house. I wasn't in his film. And <laughs> like my daughter said, we used to live near. We were we were Elton John's neighbours, and they used to ride their horses past. And she said, "Well, I rode my my pony going up the drive's not in the film." <laughs> I have. I'll, I'll tell you off air how, but I've met Elton John a couple of times. First, first time it was at Fate, and uh, I was looking at the bouncy castle, and I, I, there was a bloke sat behind me on the bench, and I went, "Excuse me, mate, do you know who's doing the bouncy?" castle it was elton john sat there <laughs> and he just went i've got no idea it might be that fella over yeah. there chat with elton john about a bouncy castle well, there you go you don't get that i've got a picture of well, my, i had my... that when i was working for ian mckellen at the uh, grapes in limehouse in yeah. 2016 and then he'd come in and talk to me about the chairs in the restaurant i used to think gandalf's talking <laughs> about <laughs> chairs it was Funny, really weird ian mckellen because so my cool. seven-year-old is not so much now, but is really into George Ezra, you know, the singer. Yes. Um, and uh, Ian McKellen's in a George Ezra video. It's very funny in the video. It's a really funny video, actually. And um, we were driving, They live. the boys live in Windsor, and there was, Ian McKellen's been doing a one-man show. And we drove past the theatre, and my seven-year-old went, oh, look, there's Sir Ian McKellen doing a show. <laughs> I was going, what? How do you know about him? It's, uh, oh, he's in a George Ezra video. And he knew about Sir Ian McKellen, and he loved him. He thought he was great. Can I go? I said, well, probably not going to be appropriate for a seven-year-old, but <laughs> let's, have, let's have, but yeah, he was, he was thrilled to see Sir Ian McKellen. It's a funny old world. It you, um, uh, last time you spoke to Eric Clapton, I have to ask, when was that? Give us dates, names, dates, telephone oh numbers. God. It's been a while. Yeah, I think it was at Jack Bruce's funeral. Right, oh, right, okay, yeah. I mean, I went to his premiere of his film a couple of years ago, Life in 12 Bars, yeah. but I, you know, I got a freebie there because we'd helped with the film right i enjoyed uh, that I it, was, it was good yeah, that it film was good, but i i didn't actually speak to him then right uh but i think jack bruce's funeral was the last time i actually spoke to him <sighs> i tell you why eric clapton's in my head because there's a brilliant bit where um you talk about watching live aid 
Yeah. Just talk about watching Live Aid. And it's a real kind of, so we were at such and such's house. It's almost throwaway. Uh, you know, that such a big event. And well, it was then for me, because I wasn't like, yeah. I mean, I know, you know, like Patty Parfit, who was with Rick, Rick Parfit then, the quote, and she was on stage and, yeah. you know, dragged up there and Ray were right in the middle of it. But I was like, and they were, they talked to me as though I was. And I'm like, no, I was in like the cheap seats. I was a no one from nowhere's yeah. land on the dole then. Yeah. So I just saw it from on the TV. And it's funny that you, because I remember in our house, I, I wasn't really interested in it. So it was 85. So I was, I think I was 11. My sister was 14. So she was prime. So we watched it. Because my sister was, I was bored. I didn't want these uh, old people. Of course, now, you know, some some great performances, some terrible performances. Again, Pete Townsend, what, what was going on there? Um, Keith, Keith Richards, um, is it Keith Richards and Bob Dylan? Yeah. Flipping that, yeah. man. But, um, but I, I love it. I love your just slightly dismissive, one of the biggest events in popular culture ever. Yeah, we watched this. And I went off to my mum's and watched the rest of it. Yeah. And it's, it's just a real nice throwaway. You were probably... Seven. Did you... Did maybe you, six. All right. God, I, mean, I feel really old. <laughs> working with kids, Nettie. It's just... Is that ridiculous? So do you remember any of it? I remember... Yeah, I remember a bit. I'm, or do I? I don't know whether I do remember it. Or if it's just something that you Do you know what I mean? You see yeah. it on television so much. I think I remember it being on, but I don't know. I remember... I remember... The, um, I remember it, I was having to sit there, my sister having a blank tape to tape the bands that she wanted, a videotape. Remember it started, I remember Phil Collins flying from London yeah, to... Yeah, flying everywhere. I mean, it was a big thing and, you know, people sort of believed in it. But, I mean, I don't... <laughs> it's just completely... It was mad. Yeah, yeah. But we were, although we were punks, we were sort of... We engaged with some of it. You were the resident um, hairstylist as well. Well, I did do quite a bit of hairstyling for people. I still do. Do you still do it? I do. My You're not daughter's. still doing the shaving. Oh, no, but I do dye my daughter's hair for her. Yes. There's yeah. a great picture. Oh, it's your, your daughter on the back. Yes. How old is she? Uh, she's going to be 27 at the end of this month. Now. Yeah. Yeah. What's she up to? Is she having fun? She's not. Does she read this and go, "Oh, mum, geez, don't please don't no, put that out." No, she likes it. Does she? Yeah. I bet it's a great thing to have. What cool mum? Yeah. No. Well, <laughs> Well, uh, I don't know, and neither I do, do your kids. My mum is cool. Um, but oh, no, my... just to have... My mum's not very well, our memory's terrible. I would love to have this much detail about what my mum did. All the, all the lovely bits, all the embarrassing bits, all the mucky bits. I'd love it. I'd love it. And most... Of, I'm, I'm thinking of making a little film with my mum, but most of that stuff is lost. It's gone now. No, no one shame, will ever know yeah. it. And so this must be... This is like... It must be a treasure... Well, I think girl. she knew some of it, but I mean, you know, we have a we sort of we are like mates anyway, so we do discuss that sort of thing yeah. quite a lot. It's good. The book is more tales of a rock star's daughter. Now you can't get it on Amazon um, yet, so I'm going to give you the website. I've got the website here in front of me, so it's www. Don't say that. We saying that for granddad. Weimar UK W Y. M-E-R-U-K.co.uk. W-Y-M-E-R-U-K.co.uk. I've tweeted it a couple of times. I will tweet it uh, a, a few more times. So what are you doing next? Is there, is there, well, this is great because you're doing two years at a time now. You can get another like 30, <laughs> no, 30 no, books out of this. Now. Is it? Is this done? You finished? Yeah, I can't go on with it because. <laughs> then it gets, it gets really dirty. Things go, no, it's things just go like. People would get divorced and lots of people wouldn't speak to me. And would get, it would just right. wouldn't work. Let's give it 20 years. Yeah, well, perhaps when everyone's... Yeah. Do... Well, and a lot of people in that book have died, and which is... Um, I sort of wrote it really for a 
so to keep their memories alive yeah. in a lot of to ways. the ones that are alive you say someone someone from the gang turned up at an event the other day yeah have the others they are they cool with it because you yes. mentioned in the book that there's one person who got annoyed with you because you wrote a piece about them yes uh, graffiti no he's sort of an entrepreneur that's sort of off around the world somewhere and they've right. tried to contract him but i mean i think he'd be fine about it now that was earlier but he told you off because you'd written a piece in he a local paper he didn't tell me off but he apparently he thought it would might upset his mother or something but he was a graffiti artist and she named him and got all embarrassed. Well, but then again, I don't want my parents knowing I used to smoke. <laughs> no. I'm 42 um, nearly. Um, they don't listen to this. <laughs> no, they, they, they certainly don't. So, but, but everyone else is, is, is cool with it. Have people got in touch yes. that you've not spoken to for a long time? Um, I, with the first book, I had a couple of people. Yeah. And then with this book, many of them I know. A lot of people have read it, read some of it earlier. Some of the people in it knew and were like, yeah, publish it put it yeah. and then there are a couple of people that i don't like that ha- i've sort of tried to distance myself from them because I, they know and they're just well i just don't like them and we all agreed we didn't like them so i'm just said i didn't like them i mean you know if you don't like someone you got to, yeah exactly and they try and be a friend and i just thought i've never liked you yeah. so there are a couple of people in here who i think might think oh dear said, but most people hide like with their first book, a lot all the hippies have hidden. I know right. them. They haven't like blocked me on Facebook or anything, but they haven't said anything. They, How they've funny. said nothing. And that, like from the first book, the bell, he's still he has sort of said something, but he's never said I'm sorry or said anything no. about it. Dennis has never ever all the people that know him. I think that because he's Saint Dennis, that right. obviously I've done something wrong. Yeah. But they haven't said they all. And then in this book, there are people I've said you're in it, you're in it. Like it's often their girlfriends have like barred them from saying. <laughs> I think their girlfriends have said, that's it, you're not speaking to that woman. I don't know, but basically they haven't... A lot of people are happy and yeah, think it's good. great and they've started crying and also someone that committed suicide, her sister, was really pleased saying, you know, it's fantastic oh, you've written that's about nice. her. And, a lot, and other people that have died, people from the first book, someone's husband died and she said, oh, it was, he often talked about that and it was really important to him. Thank you so much for putting it in. So, Oh, that's good. In the main, it's been pretty nice. You should do a podcast. A lot of people have been saying that. You lately. should do a podcast because I, yeah. I could listen to you for. You're, you're coming in again, but even if you've not got another book, you're, you're welcome anytime. <laughs> right, well, I, I love I love just hanging out with you because you're very glamorous, and also oh, I could just listen you. to you for ages. Come in one night and just we won't mention Dad. We won't. We just just come in and help do do the show one night. But you should do a podcast because I, w- I would listen to that. Yeah, it'd be brilliant. I would listen to that. Yeah, people have been saying that sort of thing a lot to me recently, but. Because I do a lot, I'm doing a lot of radio and stuff. Like right. That. Yeah. So. If you listen, if you ever want any help with a podcast, we'll come and do it for you, free. free. We'll Thank come you. and do it. For, we'll help you Thank out for you. free because we think you're fab. Uh, the, right. Let's get this. Let's, let's go and buy now, guys, because we're going to do the news. Nettie Baker, more tales of a rock star's daughter. If you go to wymeruk.co.uk, it's the only place you can get it from. I'm going to retweet it another time uh, so you can get it. So lovely to see you. Lovely to see you. Best as well. of luck. You. Thank you very much. Thank you both. We've got another two hours. I was kind of felt like I was coming to the end of the show. We've got another two hours. It's yeah, rubbish. You're going nowhere. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a voice that keeps on calling me. Down the road is where I'll always be. Every stop I make, I make a new friend. Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again. Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down. 
until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on Down this road That never seems to end When you adventure Lies just around the bend So if you want to join me For a while Just grab your hat Come travel light That's old style Maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle down Until tomorrow The whole world is my home So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat and come travel like that's old style Maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle down Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Catherine Boyle is giving Natty Baker a tour of the building. There she goes. Um, if you want to give us a call, the switchboard is absolutely empty. 03444991000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, it costs you pennies because you know what? We call you back. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Unlike other radio shows where we're going to, they sit and they tell you what you have to talk about and the questions and the topics. And all, we just sit here and we chat. We just sit here and we chat. And you can phone in about the stuff that we chat about. Or you can phone in about absolutely anything you want at all. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. I tell you what we can do. The first call that comes through, we're going to take straight to air. Okay? Because I just, I've just got a feeling. I got a feeling, a feeling deep inside. Oh yes, oh yes. I can do quite a good. Turns out I can do quite a good. Um, Rock star, so, wow, yes, kind of a Billy Preston, wow, yes, I can do that rock voice. That's not bad, is it? I didn't know I could do that. I've just got a feeling that the first call that comes in is going to guide the direction that the rest of the show is going to go in. You can just feel it, just feel the energy, just feel, can feel a vibe, can feel a vibe. I can feel that the first call. There's no one ringing in at the moment. So it could be you. 
could be you listening to this right now, that you are meant to pick up that telephone and dial the number 0344 499 First call that comes up, we're going to take straight to air because I just feel that something is going to happen. Something great is going to come from this call. So we'll just sit and wait. We just sit and we wait. There's a call coming in. There's a call. I'll take it. I'll take it. Just whack it straight through. Just whack it straight through. I'll take both of these. I'll take both of these. You leave those for me. Thank you very much indeed. We've got two calls. We've got two calls. Oh, we've, we've got one call. We lost a call. I'll take. If they come through, just sit back. You sit back and relax. I got this. Good evening, line one. You're on the wireless. I predict that your call is going to be the call that guides us through the rest of the show. Hello, Ian. This is Noel Taylor. Oh, God, I've made a terrible, um, terrible mistake. <laughs> oh, How are you? No, that's, that's the wrong start, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Um, I've invented a, an R-U-C, a rook. A rook, and now. what it is... Yes, what is it? What is it? What it, uh, it stands for Returnable Universal Container. Now, you've, you've told us about this before. It's, it, it's very similar. So you told us about a, pl- a plate that would be delivered by food companies that would keep food... It was, it was a, 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 a container, and then you'd open it, and the lid would be a plate, and it would keep food warm or cold, and you'd eat on it, and then you'd deposit it, and it would just be reused over and over again. Is this different? That's right. That's right. But th- it, this differs in... This is very exciting, Ian. This will change the world completely. Okay. Um, what it is, is you... you Buy your food from the uh, supermarket shops. Anything. Yes. And um, sorry, there's a bit of a delay. It's put me off a bit. I think there's a delay in your mind. <laughs> um, so, so what what you do is, is you get the stuff from the shops. When you t- yes. take the when you go to the shop next time, you take the re- returnable universal container back. Yeah, just stay there one second. And I just need to... My producer's just coming in. I need to tell her what's going on. Catherine, Noel it's Noel Taylor, and he's invented a rock, a returnable universal container, which apparently is different from the other things he's told us about. Let's see. Oh. Away you go, Noel. Um, the reverse... The, the rock is a returnable universal container yep, just literally just that, you take back to the, that you take back to the shop. Yes, I'm not explaining it for Catherine. Oh. Um, and And... That the shops t- make sure it goes back to the factory yeah. where it originally comes from. Wow. It's universal, so it doesn't have to be the exact place. Yeah. You understand that, I, I do understand and, um, that, yes. I don't understand why you're telling yeah. me this. Uh, um, well, what I'm saying is that at the factory, they clean it. Right, yep. Okay. Is this for food and then or, it's or, or, or other things? Uh, it can be used for everything. That's mm. the clever thing about Seaman? it. Semen? Oh, God. You name it, Ian. You, you did? I, think the I don't name my semen. That would be weird. Would you call it, call it Dave? Yeah. Here, have, have some Dave. Yeah, don't name me. You've got to keep it. Yeah. The only thing, Ian, that I think is difficult to clean out is things with oil in it. Crude oil. Oily you, semen. Crude, crude semen. You don't, okay, let's get off the semen. Crude, crude, uh, you funny you saying that. Crude oil is, uh, crude oil is oil that swears a lot. Good one. You have to use... Uh, small figure to clean it out. Yeah, you do, figure. you do. 
You do. Saw figure. Okay, no, that's great. So I was wrong. I was wrong um, about that. I thought that the the first call straight to air uh, would guide us for the next two hours. I was wrong. So we're gonna we're gonna take another call straight to air. Not you, George. You've been on. I, I've been on. Yes. Do you not remember? I do remember. We but, don't but, give. But, we don't yeah. give double. We don't give double bubble. You know that. Well, uh, mm, I just want. Mm, mm, I just and want I know that you had. We don't give double bubble, and we. I know that you had twenty minutes on Andre's show on Friday when me and Catherine weren't here. Mm, 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 girlfriend, that was good. Yeah, for, for you it was. Uh, not, not for the listeners. Thank you very much. Maybe we'll speak later in the week. Later in the week. Good evening, line two. You, I just feel that you are going to be the guiding light that takes us to one o'clock. What have you got for us, line two? Hello? There we go. No brains. Hello, Line 2. You're on the air. Is this me? Uh, unfortunately, it is, but it won't be for much longer. Oh, OK. Well, uh, my name's Paul Duncock. I've got a book that I wrote years and years ago. <laughs> you always uh, write about your this book. is Paul the, Medita right. Paul the Meditator. Yes. Well, you're sounding very it's upbeat. It's meditation specifically. This is before... But um, it, it, uh, it's got very tiny language, tiny um, writing in it. Tiny writing? Yes, by me. Oh, I wrote it. And it starts off where the other one finishes. Well, okay, wh what's, it, what's it called? It hasn't got a name yet. I, I like that. I haven't called it a name. Don't call it anything. <laughs> Don't call it anything. Don't why do, why do we spot. Why do we insist on lumbering books yeah. with titles? Well, it's so you can go into a shop and ask for no, it. No, 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 no. There's got to be know. more to it than that. Nobody told me. Nobody told me to put a name on it. Don't put. Don't you title it. Leave the leave the cover blank. Don't put your name on it. Don't put any identifying features on there whatsoever. Yeah. Yes, I no, know. Identifying it, Robert. Well, oh, he's just a book. Has it? Yeah. It's just a book. Title, it? There we go, Paul. Oh, excellent stuff. Thank you very much. Well, I think we've solved that problem. Having a bit of trouble. Getting the flow. Yeah, the momentum. The momentum. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just, I'm just waiting for. I got stuff to talk about. Have you? You got stuff to talk oh, about. So many. But I just, I just getting. I'm, I'm just, I'm really, as you know, Catherine. I'm really getting into um, the spirit world, but the positive side. Of it. After our dark adventures with the the doll. By the way, I still got the squits. This is over a week now. I've been tweeted by someone who's also got the squits. There we go. Uh, so, so over a week later, I've still got an upset tummy. Um, Catherine accidentally saw one of my um, stools. Uh, that was I, no accident. That, uh, okay. And she agreed it looked abnormal. My God. So It I'm, was like... You can hear my stomach growling. Color, you know my wise it was like a very... It was like a baby's Thank poo. you. Thank very you. Very sandy. Very pure. Um, but you can hear my growler. You, probably if you were listening to the interview with Nettie on, with headphones I on. I wondered whether that was you. It was me growling. I was growling away. I didn't want to say, Nettie, can I hear your growler? No, 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 no. But, uh, so I apologise for that. So, but, 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 plenty, I don't know why we brought that up. Plenty, I had acupuncture today. Only the what second for? Sorry? Um, A lady for? asked if she could give it to me and I, and I was, I was topless on her bed and I thought, Take I can't it. really say no now. I can't really say, um, no, I think it's a load of balls. Ian, you can always say no. No, 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 no. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't say no, so I had some acupuncture. And do you know what? I think it might have helped. I felt like, um, 
felt like my liver sink inside my body. I felt a sensation. It's like when I took a drug once and I didn't know what it was and I sank into the floor. It was like that. It was that sensation, but through just just her putting in a little little needle into my ass. Was it in your bum? Sticking a needle in my I ass. I don't think that's a pressure point, is it? Yeah, sticking a needle in my ass. Did she put it in your bum? Can I stick a needle up your ass? Up your bum. Right, I don't think that's... I don't think that is an official method. She stuck a needle up my ass. Was it a needle? Might have been a finger. It's, quite a, <laughs> it's a very fat needle. <laughs> Let's go... <laughs> no wonder your liver rearranged. Let's go to... Like, I'm waiting for that magic call, which is there's going to be a magic call, and I, it, it might be this one. <laughs> Good evening, Line One. You're live. You're live on Talk Radio, home of the free chat. <clears throat> Good evening, Cos. Good evening, Ian. Good evening. Good evening to you, Mystery Caller. What can we... How can we service you? What pleasures can we offer you tonight? I I blocked my mouth and you didn't call me Mr Muffler. Because we can hear you perfectly. That's not your name either. It's Muffled Ray. (laughs) But not when I was talking like this, you can't hear me, can you? Hear you much better than we've ever heard you before. Yes, your diction sounds (laughs) delicious. (laughs) And my... (laughs) Right, okay. I'm not even going to... Right, what do um, you want? I, I, apo- <laughs> <laughs> I apologise for what I'm about to tell you. Um, oh, God, please don't tell me that tell the, one it. of the last two remaining monkeys is dead. <laughs> no. So, I, I did dry January to end of April, if that makes sense. So I didn't drink a, a, a thing. Well, then you uh, didn't do dry January. Alcohol. You didn't do dry January. You, you stopped drinking for the first... For the first four, four months, months of the awesome. year. You, you stopped drinking for a third of yeah. a year. It's not dry January. You just did yeah. booze maths. Yeah, Dry January, April. No, you didn't. There's no such thing. You stopped. You gave up. You, you stopped drinking for four months. You had a dry time. Yeah. So anyway, so I went out last night um, with six ex colleagues from the, the Metropolitan Police on a school night. Um, well, we, we, you know, three of them have since retired, and the other three. Um, and we got a recording. We got an actual recording of what happened last night. Have a listen to this. this oh, here is, we go. This is this a recording of what happened last night. Shh, 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 shh. Oh, not this again. No. <laughs> you got to be kept quiet. <sighs> me saying this not this again is every woman ever. Yeah. <laughs> 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 incorrect. Just go to sleep. Incorrect. It turns out women can enjoy sex as well, apparently. He's doing it on his own, though. <laughs> not, not my ex wife. <sighs> In fact. Please, uh... Hang on, please be quiet. We're getting to the. Go- <sighs> That was a recording I think of, he's just run up some stairs and opened a really heavy door. That was a recording of Ray once he got home last night. Oh, God. Thinking about ex-coppers. No, my, my, this, actually, you've read my mind because my story is about what happened after I got home. We're going to hear that story after these adverts. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 0344-499-1000, Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle and Ray with his story. Horny story time. Uh, it's not horny. It will be in my head. Away you go. <laughs> oh, no, trust me, it won't be. Yeah. Just like, make something up, Ray. You, <laughs> you've got to take into account the fact that I hadn't, um, had a drink for four months. Okay. okay. You, you, um, pissed, you pissed the bed. So, 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 no, oh, God, it's worse than that. Um, you shit the bed. So, so I started, I started drinking yesterday at 3pm. Tough guy, um, huh? Yeah, okay. 
and we and we were in the pub till midnight, so nine hours of drinking Heineken. So oh, I, I Heineken! Very well. Oh wow! <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> classy. Okay, right, Heineken. Yes. Okay, I see. I understand. Well, well, you've got to remember, they're all police officers. They're not not classy in one one little bit. No. Yeah. Um, so I managed to get myself home, um, but by the time I came through my front door, it was nearing nearing one o'clock, um, and I, I sat down on the sofa and then just crashed out, fell asleep. And then I had this lovely dream that was quite warm. Um, and so I woke up thinking, um, what's that stuff underneath me? And I realised that I was weeing on the sofa. So I got up thinking, you idiot, what kind of idiot are you? I'm yeah, what kind, years of age. kind of idiot would do such a thing like that, Raymond? So it, gets, it, get, it gets worse. Yeah. So I managed to go into the living room and went into the corner of the living room uh, to where the toilet is. Well, I haven't got a toilet in the living room. And then I, I continued to wee over the radiator. Then came to my senses again and thought, right, you have, you've lost the plot. So then I went into the kitchen, opened the grill, and carried on weeing into the grill. Um, from there, I've got a downstairs bathroom because I live in a Victorian cottage. Please tell me you did a dump in the washing machine. <laughs> no, no. So then I went into the bathroom, saw the toilet, but thought, well, obviously, I'm not going to use the toilet now, and I carried on and finished my wee in the bath. That's, mate, that's uh, fine. The, wee is the, that's, the bath is fine. We've done, all done that. It gets worse. Oh. It gets worse. And then I suddenly realised I needed a number two. Oh, no! Yeah, there we go. So I, so I, so I stripped naked, Ooh, and to I my hope. left, to my left, <laughs> to my left was the toilet, but, um... I decided to, for whatever reason... Why is he... Just, just stop there, just stop there for a second, Ray. Why is he telling why, us this? Why is he telling us this? This is horrible. I don't want to know this. All right, let's carry on. Morning. Oh, there you go. I, I know, I know, so back, back to this is, you know, so this time I'm in the bath, so I decided to climb in the bath, squat down, and I poo in the bath. Um, I'm very drunk, obviously. Thank you so much for um, your call, Ray. Is there any more to this horrific... Oh, yeah, oh, God, yes. Uh, so then... You ate it. Um... <laughs> made, a sa- made, a, made a sandwich, but then, but then didn't didn't bother to wipe. You spat- and just went straight to bed. Oh no! Went to bed and, and woke up this morning. About Maturing shroud. <laughs> no, no, there was no there was no no damage in the bed. Is the Turing shroud named after Alan Turing? Is yeah. that where it comes from? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Go on, Ray. Sorry. Thank you. Well, I wondered because I I always sleep in boxes. So initially, I was thinking you sleep in boxes. Don't sleep in a box. Try a bed. (laughs) So I think, oh, I need a wee. I walk down the stairs, and as I get to the bottom of the stairs, I'm thinking, why why does my whole house think of wee? And then I'm suddenly thinking, that dream wasn't a dream. Anyway, so I go into my bathroom, and then there's just, the the smell is unbelievable. I just can't believe it. Pull back the shower curtain, and it's just there in the middle of the... Oh, okay. I I I really want to cut you off. I I really want to cut you off. You must look like the Pete Bogman this morning. No moisture at all in your body. But do you know what happened then? Oh, God, I've got a rough guess. Please don't tell me you spaffed in the toothpaste tube. (laughs) Don't tell me that happened. after about half an hour, I found it so funny, I put it on Facebook. Go away, oh you're a dear. horrible and man. And then you rang the radio. It's disgusting, disgusting. Uh, this is why we've got Brexit, this is why we've got Trump over here. We're, we, we're celebrating heroes. 75th anniversary of one of the most, hero- the, on the eve of one of the most heroic events ever. 
And this is what we've evolved into. Pervert. Ray. We've evolved into pervy Ray. Incredible. That's not what, well, I mean, technically it is what they fought for. The freedom. He was too free, if anything. Ex yeah, we need to rein in some of those freedoms. Um, 03444991000 is the telephone number. Let's go to Paul. Good evening, Paul. Good evening, Ian. Good e hey, it's Paul, Rhythmic Paul. No, it's not Paul, it's Paul Innocent. Yes. That'll do. Paul, what can we do for you? So I just wanted to say something to you. No, it's not. Who is this? No, it's different Paul. It sounded like Rhythmic Paul, then it sounded like Paul Innocent. Now it just sounds it's like... It's other Paul. It's other no, Paul. No, I'm, I'm a first-time caller. Yes, you are, my friend. Welcome. Welcome, Paul. What can we do for you? We're sorry for confusing with those two losers. That's fine. I wanted to know what you make of this, right? Because I think you're the perfect example of this. Oh, God. You ready? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So, you might be a king, Ian. Here we go. I'm ready. And you I'm, might I'm, be a stri I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready for the, the, the punch to the guts. You might be a king yeah. or a little street sweeper. Yeah. But sooner or later, you're going to dance with the reaper. Yeah. Is that a threat? What is that? I know that song. <laughs> I know that song. Don't tell me. I know. Do it again. You might be a king or a little sweet. Oh, I know what that but is. Sooner or later, you're going to dance with the I know what that, I know what that is. Do you know, you know what it is, Catherine. You think about it, you know it. That's a great line, Paul. Thank you. I'd stay there. That's a great line. Is it uh, to do with one of the Goss boys? <clears throat> no. It's a great line. Because he did write a song, didn't he, about kings? Yeah, he did. And it was about how grateful he was that he wasn't sweeping the road, but those guys are kings. Yeah, yeah. Um... Maybe a king. Oh, that is a... That is, a... is it, um... Club Tropicana drinks are free. Is that no, how it goes? I tell you, <clears throat> wham rap. Is no, it the wham rap? It's not the wham rap. It is. It is a very famous rap. Shall I play it to you? Yeah. Okay. This is it. Sweeper, but sooner or later you dance with the Reaper. Yeah, Paul, that's from Bill and Ted. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. Mate, are, are you uh, are you excited about Bill and Ted 3? Very excited. Oh, can we go and see it? Where do you live? Uh, I live in the Midlands. Right, let's go and see, let's go and see it together. Uh, i got to say, man, I loved you in I'm a Celebrity, by the way. It's the only reason I ever watched that rubbish. Yeah, mate, I, love, I loved you in this phone call. And I was doing I'm a Celebrity for you. Every night when I was asleep, I was thinking of you, Paul. I tolerate both of you. Um, okay, that's good. How old are you, Paul? Uh, 35. Oh, 35. Right. You and me, we're going to go and see Bill and Ted 3 together. And um, we're going we're gonna to have a good... I'm buying the hot dogs. Oh, sweet, man. That's cool. That's, it is cool. You've reminded me that, A, that's coming out, and of that great scene in a, in a wonderful, wonderful movie. I love it. Joe, they started filming today for number three. Like, today was the first day of filming. Oh, right, that's well, strange. Keanu never called me. I'm going to give you a gift, Paul. Yeah? Go online. Google, okay. the, Google the poster for Wonder Woman 84, the new movie that's coming out next year. Okay. Thank me later, buddy. He won't have okay, time. Buddy. Okay, it is a great... Thank you, Paul. Thank what a lovely caller. I enjoyed that first call, and it was, it was superb. Honestly, ladies and gentlemen, the poster for Wonder Woman 84 is, uh, is out. Wow, have you seen it? Wow. 
Wow. Straight men, gay men, gay women, straight women. Everybody talking about butt music. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna, it's, I've never seen, I've never seen such a, 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 a vision, an image. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Um, uh, wow. I've, Joe has uh, just tweeted, wow, tuned into the late night alternative for the first time in donkeys. And some guy's calling in to say he pissed all over his house and then shat in the bath. <laughs> Can see what I've been missing. Welcome back. <laughs> We've just been keeping it warm for you. <laughs> there we go. There we go, you see. That's what it's all about. This is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 0344 is the phone number. I tell you what, the show is getting classier and classier and classier. If Ray's call doesn't win us uh, an award, Catherine, I have got no idea, no idea what will. Um, I want to talk about about Pride Month, bin bag kids. Oh, yeah, I saw about the bin bag thing. Yeah, it's a thing. We'll we'll get to, we'll do the bin bags in a minute. Let's go to, let's go to Nigel. Good morning. No. No. Good try evening. Thank you yes. very much indeed. There we go. But I thought I was ringing GMC, didn't I? You thought you were what? You're very... I thought I was ringing GMC. GMTV? GMTV? What? You thought you were ringing... Yeah, you know, because you was always on it, you know. I've never been on GMTV. In the morning. No, you know, Good Morning Britain. Oh, yeah. No, I haven't been on that since September of last year. I know, but it's loads of it on YouTube of you recordings. Oh. I've been looking at them. There's so many. Yes. You did on, on the TV. Yes, exactly. And you actually you actually took over the show in the morning as well. Uh, I, I, owned, I owned the show, Nigel. I owned mm. the show, Nigel. I made that well. show. So you haven't done any recently? No, I've, I have decided, I've, here's what I've decided about Good Morning Britain. I've yeah. decided I'm not going to do it. I'm not, not go, I'm not going to do it anymore until they ask me to do it again. And then I'll um, do it. But until yeah. they ask me to do it again, Nigel, I'm not yeah. going to do it. I'm just not well, going to do it. Keep them waiting. Keep them Keep, keep, make them laugh, yeah. make them laugh. <laughs> Hang on. Uh, I've just had a message through saying there was no driver available. Let me just go and make sure that Nettie's all right. Whoa, what the heck? Okay, you go and sort that out. Did you get on well with Kate Galloway? Um, yes, I did go on very well with Kate Galloway. I like Kate Galloway yes. a lot. I mentioned to you before that I met her with Mike Devons once and they were cycling over Head Conway. Okay. And, um, yes. I was cycling with them for a while. Yes. And she was she had her hair all tied up with a hat on, of course. You know, couldn't see her long hair. Yes. But that was like 15 years ago now. Okay, uh, wow. So that was a, quite an uh, experience for me. She's a lovely girl. She's well, a, she was a girl. She was a girl. Then. She's a woman. She is a grown <laughs> woman now. And next time I see her, boy, oh yes. boy, oh boy, I'm gonna tell her. Um, I'm gonna tell her that you the story that you just kind of half told mm. me, but that I couldn't mm. really um, really understand. Yesterday, yesterday I went to the TV studios Meridian in Maidstone. Yeah, uh, yeah, Meridian. And uh, there's a show. They were recording a show that um, uh, catchphrase. Oh catchphrase. yes, yes. And there's, obviously, all the people that used to do it years ago, some of them have died, haven't they? Um, the man with the white hair, the, the, uh, no, the black comedian with white hair. The black comedian with white hair? I don't think yeah, a black... It was in the comedians years ago. Charlie, 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 Charlie Farley. Charlie Williams. Charlie Williams. Yes, he's dead. He didn't do catchphrase, did he? 
Yes, you do. You do. Yeah. Monkhouse as well. Right. Dear old Bob, dear old Bob Monkhouse. Yes, OK. Well, there... there. Uh, there's, there's so many people did it. There was that tall fellow with a beard that was in that show that got, like, a couple of eyes out the lawn. OK. But, uh, that... Do you know the man I mean that was about six foot three with a beard? Um... It's you. It's not you. <laughs> I've got literally <laughs> no idea what you're talking about now. Well, no, I can't remember the show he was in years ago, but he, he did it as well. So many people did cat trays. Yes. Um, anyway, so they were recording that there while I, w- I was talking to the producers. So I've got, they're going to call me back. I'm trying to get on TV to maybe sing a song or talk about my music career with the old band, the dance bands and things. Yeah. So okay. that would be good if I can. But that I mean, they can only say no, can't they? You can, I mean, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It, doesn't, it doesn't really matter if I say yes or no, but it's only down the road from me. It's only six miles, so I thought. This is how I choose my jobs, is, is by how far the, uh, far away from me <laughs> they are. That's how I like Not to do these so. things. Um, uh, all right, Nigel, well... Um, yeah, I, will, I want to run up to do a song in a minute. Uh, maybe not tonight. Oh. Um, maybe, well, maybe Friday. Why don't you save it for Friday? Friday. Save it for Friday, because Friday's party night. Oh, good. Um... So, uh, yeah. OK. All right. Well, listen, give us a call Friday and we'll do the song then. I've got a Wonder, Wo- Wonder Woman... Da- not Wonder Woman. The, uh, what did you say? What's it? Wonder what? Uh, what? What's the girl's name? Wonder, Wonder Woman. Yeah, Wonder Woman. I've got a doll I bought Christmas. They brought out a special move, moving parts doll. OK. Well, and, that's um, weird. It, it's a proper realistic thing from the film. It, it was about £19. Very expensive. It was about... But uh, I can't get into that properly. No. Anyway. Okay. All right. This is. Uh, this so that's a good thing. That's a Wonder good thing. Woman. Okay. All right. All right, Nigel. Well, thank you for that. I'll speak to you Friday. Tutty then. bye. Tutty bye. I uh, struggle to follow the uh, the thread there, but it's always, always uh, good to hear from Nigel. Was Nettie all right? Well, they cancelled on her. Oh. When I left her, it said the cab was arriving. A scumbags. So next time, I'm going to stand with her. Yeah, so she's getting on the train. She's oh, already on the train station. No. I said, oh, come back, I'll get you another one. She said, oh, I'm already, I've, I've buzzed through. Oh, she's cool. She's, she's no, very cool. That's a, okay, well, we know that for a few That's a crappy way to treat our guests. Well. Cabs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. What happened next time? I'll make sure she gets Yes, up. mate. Oh, well, that's a shame. All right. Yeah. That's a shame. What have you got for us, well, Catherine? this thing about uh, the vacuum challenge. Oh, yeah, go That on. I hadn't seen, because yeah. I've not really been on uh, social media an awful lot recently. Experts warn bizarre viral vacuum challenge that seen, uh, sees people sealing their children in bin bags could cause death by strangulation. Yeah, of course. It- so I don't. I, so do you you sit in a bin bag and then you get sucked off. The, the air gets sucked out of the, the 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 bag. They seal themselves in bin bags by sucking out the air with a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. However, experts are concerned that many of the videos posted online feature adults vacuum sealing their children sitting in bin bags with their heads poking out. Okay. Despite the hilarious videos on it, I'd online, like to try it on me. I'd like to do it on me. I'll I'll stick the tube in if you want. I would like to do that actually. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Yahoo News reports it could Great be a lead agency. to cerebral hypoxia caused by strangulation as the bag tightens around the neck. Well, there is that. You don't hear people calling some things poxy anymore. That poxy cat. That poxy car. Oh, it looks good, doesn't it? Oh, it looks. It does look good. There's a kid, I'm not saying do it, but it looks good. So let's, good. Let's, let's find out more. Yeah. There's just loads of pictures now that they've nicked off to us. Uh, a vacuum bed 
is a frame containing a latex suit which covers the entire head and body which yes. participants climb into. Air is then remove, removed using a suction pump or vacuum while the person inside breathes... What? Sorry? Breathes through a tube running into the mouth. Uh, well, oh, that's something different, right? That's if you're putting your whole body in there, surely. God. The challenge, which has been tried by social media users from across the globe, sees participants sitting or lying on the floor inside a bin bag, which often reaches up to the neck. The nose of a vacuum is then inserted into the neck of the bag, sucking out, sucking out all the air and sealing the participant inside. But, yeah, don't don't put yourself in a plastic bag and well, cut off your air supply. Good no. top tip. But also, even if your head is out, you'd suffocate. Because of your, cause of your pores? No, 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 that's Goldfinger. It would constrict your chest. Your chest would be constricted. You wouldn't be able to breathe. You'd suffocate. Yeah. You'd, 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 you'd literally drown um, of your own saliva. Um, I, I had to go to the dentist recently. And you know when they're sucking your juice, your um, saliva out of your mouth? Yeah. It's like being waterboarded, isn't it? That's they what don't do it, yeah. They don't do it. That's waterboarding. That's, that's how torture has been invented by someone who went to a slack dentist. Obviously, that's exactly what's happened. Uh, Mike, you're going to be next. 0344. Sorry? No, no. Have you finished? I think so. You did an intake of breath to imply you hadn't. Yeah, only because it's just... just um, okay, so... Yeah. Right. 0344 499 1000. This, dear listener, is Talk Radio. Jacked up jive talk for janitors, jazz cats and gin-soaked boys and girls. Jacques Commando. <laughs> if you're awake, you're a welcome. I've got five cactus needles stuck in my... The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. It's uh, chugging along at a fair old rate this evening. We're here every Monday to Friday, 10 till 1. There are... Two tickets left for our London show on the 23rd of June. Two tickets left, and we won't be releasing any more. Because mm-hmm. uh, that, that is it. That is then at capacity. That's in 100 people. So two tickets left. Um, and we've sold 31 tickets for Dorset in July. All right. Of 158. But that's still better. We're, we're in to make it... We'll probably make more money with those 31 tickets than we did with the show we did in Glasgow. Wow. So... That's a bonus. If you want tickets for either of those shows, London, the last two tickets for London, 23rd of June, uh, Dorset, the, the Shaftesbury Arts Centre, it's a, a lunchtime show on Saturday the 6th of July, or tickets for our show in Belfast, which is early July, I think, or Bath, which is uh, in September. And these are the last four shows we're going to have booked in for a while. We're not doing any more shows until the autumn. Uh, and Belfast is going ahead. Go to ianlee.com slash event. ianlee.com slash event. Uh, and you can get those uh, tickets. Let's go to Mike. Good evening, Mike. Hello. Hello, Mike. Well? Yeah, uh, no, my stomach is playing up like nobody's business. I can't... Ew. can't Still, man, I can't shake... Ooh. This thing, whatever it is, of course. Now, here's the thing. If I'm ill for longer than three or four days, I think, oh, I've got cancer. And I'm not, not mm. making light of it. Genuinely, my head goes, maybe it's cancer. So, mm. I, I'm, it's probably not. I don't think cancer would necessarily be giving you stomach, stomach gurgles and making you poo a lot. But I'm thinking I've got cancer. It's weird, isn't it? It's weird. I just can't shake this bug, whatever it is. Anyway, Mike, what have you got for us tonight, please? Well, inspired... Um, by your streams, I, I built up a small collection of retro game consoles the past three weeks, which yeah. I've now put on a lovely new shelving unit in my living room. Beautiful. Well um, done. You should be proud of yourself. So, 
I am, I am. Um, I'm not even, I've got about 50 games to play. I've not even turned the PlayStation on yet. Yeah. Um, I was thought if you wanted to, uh, it's a really rubbish game where if I could let you listen to the sounds of the consoles opening and shutting, oh. you could tell me what console it is. Oh, I've you got go. three that do it. Away you go. Do it. Okay. Number one. Hopefully this works. I'm wearing a headset. So I'm going to put the headset down. Headset. Scumbags. That was console one. What I was thinking is I'll go through all three. No, no, no. Just do one. Okay. So, so, console so, one, so, so that is number console. one. So that is, is a, a, a flip-top open. Right. Now, yeah. that, now, that takes us to one of, of four I can think of. We've got, the, uh, we've got the PS1. We've got the Dreamcast. We've got the Sega Saturn. We've got the GameCube. Now, when I heard that distinctive click... I'm going. Dr- I want to. Say- My initial thought was GameCube, but Nintendo, Nintendo, you're really good at. There wouldn't. There wouldn't be a big click with the with the GameCube. So, I'm going. Is Dreamcast or Saturn? I'm going Dreamcast. It's a Dreamcast. Yes, mate. Yes, mate. Yes, mate. Careful. Sorry. <laughs> yes, mate. This is insane. Get me on you bet number two. Number two. Uh, number two. Oh, it's another me fl- opening and shutting. Okay, am I missing? Am I missing one that has a flip top open? Don't, uh, am I missing one that has a flip top open? Dreamcast. It's not another. You're not going to be cheeky and doing. You're not doing another Dreamcast. It's from the no, same I'm, era, so it has to be a Sega Saturn. Oh, I'm afraid that's incorrect. It's a game. No, it is not, man. You've been sold a pop. That is a... Nintendo would never allow such a noisy uh, action. It, well, I haven't got a Saturn, so I can't do a Saturn. I okay. like a Saturn. All right. Well, this one. is 50, one, out of, uh, uh, one out of two. Let's see if we can get two out of three. Here we go. Oh, that's fine. Oh, that's a sweet action. That's your PS1, mate. Oh, easy. Yes! <laughs> easy. Yes! Yes! <laughs> yes, mate! Well yes, mate! This is the proudest moment. I, I, there was no question about that. All those years of gaming have led to this moment. Oh, thank you so much, Mike. You've made me so happy. Thank you. Oh, I'm going to go now, but uh, love you all. Bye. Thank you. I love you. Are you proud of me, Catherine? I am, strangely, yeah. Finally, it's paid off. This is, I, haven't, I haven't opened the GameCube for for years. That's why I, I I should have opened one and checked. Should have known. Should have known. You weren't to know this was going to happen. No, um, I'm not watching Love Island. No, I'm done with it. I'm done with it. I think. I, yeah, I like looking at boobs and bums and buff guys, but I'm done with it. I'm done with it. After that lad took his life, was it Mike? Yeah, Mike. After he took his own life. And the, there was a young woman as well who took her life a, a, a little earlier. And with the whole Jeremy Kyle thing, you know what? I'm done. And there's nothing I can do to stop the trade in those shows, but I can certainly stop watching them. I can certainly stop watching them and, 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 and celebrating them. Um, yeah, I, 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 I mean, it's, it's everywhere. It's all over the place. One of them was going to get kicked out. Um, for doing blackface, but I don't... I'm glad he hasn't been kicked out for doing blackface. I don't know about that one. One of them, the Scottish lad, I think, Anton... What, done it in the past or, and put it online? No, he did it on the, as, as he walked in, doing all that. No, I mean... Yeah, he did it, done it in the past, yeah. I've done blackface. When I say I've done blackface, I'm thinking back to... 
when I was 17, I was in a local amateur amateur dramatics production of Much Ado About Nothing. Uh-huh. Uh, and they did that thing they always do. They set it in the Raj. And all I had was a, like, a, I was a, basically, I was like one of the props. I didn't even have a line, I don't think. I think I was genuinely holding a spear at one point. And then I had to be a, 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 an Indian lad taking something off. And I, 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 it wasn't, you know, full blackface, but I browned up. Mm. I browned up. This was 30 years ago. It was 30 years ago. Um, but, and it's unacceptable. You know, I look back at that with kind of horror. I don't, not with horror, actually. I look back with embarrassment. With embarrassment. I'm not, I'm not horrified by it. It's embarrassing. Wouldn't, would I do it now? Of course I wouldn't do it now. I wouldn't do it now. Um, embarrassment. And this lad, I didn't see the picture, but... Well, I didn't see the picture, so I don't know. But apparently did it within the last few years. Right. I wouldn't put him off a TV show for that. He's a kid. Yeah, it seems a bit... We're allowed to learn and change, right? No. That's kind of the point. No. Are we supposed to come out perfect? We're not allowed to learn and change anymore. That's the problem with these kids now, is everything is stored online. Everyone's got a Twitter account, a Facebook page. Everyone's got... um, I remember when we were at college and someone took a picture, someone got some pictures developed of a party and there's a picture of me skinning up. I said, wait, give me that. And I ripped it up. Yeah. And I got the negative and I ripped it. You're not having that. What are you thinking taking that picture for? You're not having that. Ripped it up, ripped up the negative. That's that gone. It's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, but but now everything is is online and is there forever. I delete all my tweets all the time. And some people go, oh, you delete your tweets. What you hiding? Nothing. Just like having a tidy timeline. And once I did it the first time, I got rid of 70,000 tweets. And that was quite a pull. There's no, there's no pull anymore. There's no pull. It's, I'm glad I got rid of them. There's probably stuff I tweeted that I wouldn't stand by now. But also, they're still out there. If you want to find them, exactly. there are ways to go and find them. Journalists know how to get of them. Of course they do. There are ways to go and find them. Everything. It does surprise me, though, when people go onto these programmes and they haven't been advised to tidy up their uh, yeah. online Because well, they t- they're advised to tidy up their bushes. Well, exactly. They do that. Very, very tidy. Tidy workspace. Nicky, nicky news. Um... You but, have to, though, with those costumes. Flipping heck. Uh, you can't do swimming in well, that. Well, that streaker, yeah. it, was, it was actually between her, her labia. Yeah. That can't be comfortable, that can it? That cannot be at all. But I, 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 I worry about everything is online. Everything is there forever. And also, language and what is acceptable evolves. Yeah. So if a kid now tweets something, and I can't think of any examples, and I'm not going to give any examples. Um, all right, we, all right, in the 11 o'clock show, the TV show I did 20 years ago, 21 years ago, we would say to someone, we, I, I probably did stuff around the streets going, oh, you're gay. Mm. Right, not particularly acceptable even then. It was offensive even then, but it was kind of cheeky offensive. There was a lot in the late nineties. Oh, you're so gay. Oh, you're such a gay lord. There was a lot of that. But that was the thing, right? Yeah. Back then, it was gross out humour. Yeah, yeah. Talking American Pie, all that sort of stuff. The unspeakable was being said, and it was. I dare you to be offended. But if, if 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 if. Someone had tweeted an equivalent of that now, and then in three years' time, you, you know, you go around. If I so we had a guest in it, and I went, "Oh, you're such a gay lord," there would rightfully be an uproar. Yeah. So if I tweeted something similar to that now, and then three, four, five years later, the the, the focus, the 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 uh, things just shift a couple of degrees, as they constantly do, constantly shift a couple of degrees, so that that, that things that were acceptable are no longer acceptable. Although I think we're kind of possibly in the danger of going back the other way in the. We, 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 
gone back a little bit in the other way and that people feel they can be more openly racist than that we've been able to for the last 25 years. I'm just being real, mate. Yeah. I'm just being real. Exactly. Um, then that's your, that's your career over. Particularly mm. if you're in broadcasting or, I mean, God, if, if this, if the newspaper, the sun, I was going to say, but if a newspaper were to sift through every episode of the 11 o'clock show, you'd find stuff that would. Of course you would. It's outrageous. It's outrageous. And, and you, you go, uh, you know, uh, footage has surfaced of Ian Lee being homophobic. So then there's a whole campaign to get rid of me. Here's what concerns me as well is that we're bringing up our kids. For the majority of people, we're bringing up our kids to be more open and talk to us more openly than we did in the past. And that is great and that's progress, right? And to be, to embrace their feelings and to yeah. talk about them. I also think that the way, um, some people behave online, people who are in the limelight and are encouraged to behave online, you know, beef, spats, yeah. all this kind of stuff means that kids look at that and go, right, I'm feeling this feeling now. I'm going to put it out there yeah. now because I'm being real, yeah. right? That stuff's going to come and bite them. That stuff is going to come and buy him. I was talking earlier about the um, diary I had from when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. There's stuff in there, a load of old crap. Bring you know, oh, this is where, where yo, we're wow. Yo, we're wow. Of... We had a big fight. And I said, yeah, I wrote in my, you write in your diary stuff to make yourself feel better, right? You're the hero of your own story. And yeah. you're probably quite horrible about people because no one's ever going to read it, yeah. right? People aren't writing Everything. them in their diaries anymore. They're sticking it online. I'm learning to not tweet when I'm angry. It's the thing I've kind of come to this week. I need to stop tweeting when I'm angry because I, I always instantly go, instantly, 5, 10, 15 minutes later, going, ah, shit. let's delete that. that it, it's not a good It feels good, good the moment you do it. Yeah. And then as soon as you've pressed send, you start to come down. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Twitter's, uh, I know we talk about this a lot, and I'm, I'm more comfortable around Twitter than I was six months ago. And it's great for selling this show. It's great for telling you what guests we got. It's great for having a guest like Nettie on and saying, oh, by the way, this is where you can buy the book. Great for plugging the live shows that we, um, that we do, but uh, it's, it's... But also, you get conned into thinking that Twitter is the world, right? It yes. isn't. Most people aren't on it. Those guys I spoke to yesterday when I went on my motorbike training, yeah. love you, would love this show, don't have Twitter. Didn't have a clue about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like my mum's not on Twitter. And why Why would she be? Why would she? Yeah. They you laughed know, at me and so said, are you real? on Twitter? Because I said, oh, I'll, I'll, um, mention the, I'll mention the school. No, we're not on Twitter. Don't be daft. It's a, it's a funny old world. It's a funny old world. Um, 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you are uh, uh, very, very welcome to. We talked about um, putting your kids in bin bags. We talked about Twitter. Um, I talked a, bit, a little bit about eBay. Michael Barrymore's in the papers. Barrymore, well, I'm never quite yeah, sure. Yeah, we were trying to get him on the show, weren't we, at one point? He was chatting to me on, on Twitter and then he stopped. Mm. And he stopped. Um, but he's done one of those um, life stories with... Uh, Morgan, yeah. Yeah, that bellend. I mean, just a mighty... I expect it pays well. Oh, I bet it pays... In, oh, I bet it's a huge check. Can't blame anyone for doing it. Huge check. And great exposure. And Barrymore's saying he wants... He'd, he'd like to have his career back, please. And part of me thinks... Yeah... Yeah, because, well, I, I was going to say, the, the police investigations, and he, he said he's done nothing wrong. He's done nothing wrong. There was a, a horrible, horrible incident, and um, uh, Stuart Lubbock, was that the gentleman's? Lubbock's not the right name, is it? I think he is. Died a horrific death, but if, if someone, Stuart Lubbock, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, was he 31? I guess got that that age in my head, he was a young man, and he may have been a bit younger than that, actually. Died horrific death, horrific injuries. Um, 
if you if you had nothing to do with it and someone dies in your house does that mean your li- your life and how many times you've got to apologize should for be it? over well the big thing is he hasn't said sorry until has he apolog- well in, until uh, this it happened uh, i think 18 years ago and this is the first time he said sorry and that that's part of the problem we'll talk about it in a bit i'd like to hear your thoughts on uh, uh, barrymore please oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand let's just put it out there as a very simple old-fashioned question would you like to see michael barrymore on television again there you go. Put that out there. That's a proper phone-in question, which I can sit quite comfortably with. Would you like to see Michael Barrymore on television again? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say my knee-jerk reaction is yes, but I'd like, to, I need to think about it a bit more. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative every weeknight from ten with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with fair up. I've never been with anything less than a nine. So fine. I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone fast with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a death-defying life I lead I take my chances I die for living in the movies and TV But the hardest thing I ever do Is watch my leading ladies Kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building I might roll a brand new car Cause I'm the unknown stuntman Made Redford such a star I've never spent much time in school But I taught ladies plenty It's true I hire my body out for pay Hey, hey I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's Blown up for Rocky Welch But when I wind up in the hay It's only hay Hey, hey, I might jump an open drawbridge or Tarzan from a vine. Cause I'm the other man that makes Eastwood look so fine. Yes, mate. Evening, Catherine. Hello. Ah, fun times at Ridgemont High. It's only Wednesday. You know, I've not Is been. Is it? You know, I've not been paid for... What month are we in now? June. April. I've not been paid for April yet. Don't you? April or May. No, they've screwed up the payments here. They've, I, I think you're all right. You're, are you all right? They forget to pay me every now and again okay. and I have to kick off. Um, they, well, they changed... But my agent would have to email an invoice. Yeah. Right? And it would... And they, they've changed the email address but didn't tell anybody. Ah. So everyone was, like, emailing and... No one said anything. No one said anything. This year, this month has been the God, first month when money. they've sent me something back to say that they've received my invoice. Oh, normally this, I don't get no, anything. That's because we're in the new place, and the yeah, new place has taken slick over. As. Slick as for some, for for the 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 plebs, but for the talent, the the cream which has risen to the top, the creme, the cream of the cream, actually, the 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 cream that is so creamy and, and good that it actually goes to the top of the the. the 
Um, I, I don't know. I guess you, you I guess you just that, call it normal. Would you call it scum that goes on no, the top? No, 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 no. Floats along the top. No, no, no. This is this is the cr- what we call the creme of the creme of the cream of the the creme de la cream. The creme the de la bit, creme. The off bit that kids don't like. No, it is uh, the cream. Um, uh, the, the, the cheese. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, I'll take that. Even the che- even the big cheese, which is like me. We're it's not more getting like pre cheese, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I say, You've got to put rennet in it to make I it say, cheese. Is that a little bit of pre cheese I can see down there? <laughs> you might want to go and clean that up, dear boy. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to uh, give us a call. Um, uh, we'll talk about Michael Barrymore in a bit, but first of all, let's go to our good friend Mark. Good evening, Mark. Oh, good evening. Hi. You sound surprised, Mark. I came to work, sorry. Are you on speakerphone, Mark? No, I'm I'm holding the phone right next to my ear. Okay, it sounds... Is your ear in the same room as your mouth? <laughs> Come on, don't, don't t- say this guy. This guy got a big head. Is what <laughs> I'm you're not saying. saying that. It just sound distant. It doesn't sound great, Mark. But we'll we'll see how we get on. What have you got for us? Um, I just wanted to talk about. Um... Have you got the radio on in the background? It's on, but turn down. Turn it off. All right. Thank, thank you me. very much. Is that better? Is it off? It's off now, then yeah. It's, then it's better. Let's go for it. Go on. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah, I was just going to, um, I just wanted to talk to you about, um, self-harm. Okay. Um, something that I used to do a long time ago. Is your radio still on? No, it's not. What can I hear in the background then? Telly. Is there anything else on in that room? Uh, no. Or maybe it's just an echoey line. It's a terrible, terrible line. All right, go on. Sorry, sorry. So you were, you were saying you used to self-harm? I used to self-harm, yeah. Right. How long ago? Well, I'm, I'm 47 years old now. Um, and I... I was in a relationship with a woman that used to beat me up. And right. I was a, an abuser. Basically, I was a... a abused yeah and instead of hurting her i hurt myself yeah yeah and i um i was listening earlier on today about self-harming people hurting themselves and it was all about um how do i say it They were hurting themselves, not because somebody was hurting them. Yeah. They were hurting themselves because it was, it was like a attention-seeking thing. Well, I don't know. It certainly wasn't on our show, so I don't. Um, I don't know the show that that was on. I don't know the conversation. But I'd be, I'd be, I'd be very surprised if the majority of, of self-harmers were doing it simply for attention. Oh no 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 no! I don't I don't mean that at all. Okay. I don't. I know that you know. Um, I've tried committing suicide lots of times. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. And I've I've been through a lot of problems myself. Yeah. But I was just trying to make the point that somebody that self-harms and they've got scars all over their arms like I have, it doesn't mean that they hate themselves 
it's just... It, it could mean that they hate somebody, that, 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 that they're trying to punish someone else indirectly. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Basically, yeah. I, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't have a go at my ex-wife. No. Well, basically, because it's illegal and you just don't hit women. Well, you don't hit anyone and you're, you sound like a decent guy and you're right. You wouldn't want to, you wouldn't want to uh, uh, hit someone. I think that the thing about self-harm, I tried it once. I tried it once and it, it just hurt too much. And I thought, nah, do you know what? I, and in terms, I mean, by, by self-harm, I mean, you know, the cutting thing. I tried it once and went, nah, this isn't for me. And I self-harmed in other ways by poisoning myself with drugs and alcohol. But the, 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 the thing with self-harm, is there a, there's no one reason why people do it. There are an infinite number of of reasons i'm sure you'd probably agree everyone's story is different everyone's story is personal and is shaped by their environment and by what's going on in their head and in their soul and um uh th- yeah everyone's everyone's yeah. story is different isn't it yeah i understand exactly what you're saying i mean self-harm with me it was cutting myself yeah um, then it went to drinking. Yeah. I've never taken drugs, so I, I wasn't even Good for you. Them. And I probably couldn't afford it if I, if I knew. But, um... How did you get out of it? How did you stop? Let, let's celebrate. That's the, that's the war story. Let's celebrate the victory. How did you, um, how did you stop and turn your life around? Um... <laughs> Basically, I was dragged out of my home by my ex-wife's boyfriend. Oh, blimey. And thrown out on the street. Yeah. Basically, just wearing my underpants. Flipping heck. And then I went into... I don't, know, I don't know what you want to call it. It was like a bed sit. Yeah. Basically, the police picked me up. And they took me to this bed sit. Um... Then I gradually got all my belongings back. But when you say belongings, it was basically just a couple of bin bags full of clothes. Yeah. And my mother and my grandmother paid for me to get um, a one bedroom flat on my own. And then I fought for a few years to try and get my children and they came to live with me and now well now we've got a three bedroom house and my kids live with me and everything's all beautiful lovely beautiful well that's that's a, a um yeah, that's a positive. I'm going to say that is a positive story to, to, to people who may be listening, who may be in similar situations, very similar, or, or you know, only faintly similar. That there is, there is hope because I bet when you were at your lowest, you 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 thought that was it, that was going to be the rest of your life, and and, it, and things couldn't improve. When I was at my lowest, I thought that was it, and I I just wanted to die. Yeah, I bet. I mean, things things have moved on so much since then. I've run my own business. Wow! Yeah. Look, look, look at you. I, I, I nearly called you Arnold Sugar, but Arnold Sugar isn't a man, is he, Catherine? It's Alan Sugar, is I'm thinking of. <laughs> and Arnold Sugar's probably a very fine man. So yeah, it's not um, the one you're thinking. Apologise, apologies to any Arnold Sugars listening who think they have just been libelled. You haven't. Trust me. Uh, um, when was the last time you cut yourself? Let's let's uh, there's, there's a um, uh, uh, let's go with the straight with that question. How long ago? Three weeks. 
Three weeks? About three weeks ago, yeah. Oh, mate, I thought this was, you were going to say it was years ago. So, wh- so why, uh, why is it, ha- why has it happened so recently? Um, I don't want to speak, but things are not working out the way they should be, and, and I'm struggling. I really am struggling. And instead of hitting out at people, yeah. you, you, I hit out at myself. Yeah. In, without going into too much detail, uh, go into as much detail as you want, but I don't want you to say anything that's going to embarrass you or make you uncomfortable. In what way is it not working out? In business? With your with your kids? With your mum? What? Oh, no. As far as, as far as my kids are concerned, and my, my wife, my new wife, um... And my mum and everything else, that's, that's all lovely. They yeah. don't even know that I'm feeling this way. It's it's just me. Right, okay. Can you not talk to your wife? Does she know that you've done this in the past? Yeah, she knows, because she can see the scars right. on my heart, and I have to explain what they were. Yeah. Right? How did she react to it? Um doesn't really understand because she's never been there. She's no. never been that low. But was she um was she critical? Did she just like kind of shut up and not say anything? Was she supportive um, and t- showed her love for you? She was supportive and yeah she did show her love and she said that if I'd have been around at that time I'd have done this and I'd have done that. Well then that's a great that's great then. That's great. Um you, I would suggest that you tell her that you've done it recently. I, I can't do that. Why not, man? Because it's like a failure, again. It's not a failure, it's, it's a symptom of an illness. You've got an illness. Now, I don't know what that illness is. I don't know if it's depression or if it's anxiety or if it's addiction. or I don't know what the illness is. I wouldn't want to say. But you cutting yourself is the symptom of that illness. It's not failure. It's not a weakness. It's like, you know, someone's got a stomachache and they throw up. Them throwing up isn't a weakness or a failure. It's a symptom of having a stomachache, you know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. mate. I know. I know what you're saying. Um, I've been listening to you for. Well, I've been listening to talk radio ever since um, John Holmes was doing the yeah. lunchtime show. Yeah. And I've been listening to you ever since then. Thank so you. Mate. I don't know how long that's been. It's too long. Been. It's too long for both of us. It's not healthy for either of us in this relationship. We should take it's, a breather. It's been a long time. And, and I know you've had problems with um, depression and anxiety and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I do take tablets for anxiety and depression, and I'm on metazapine and fluoxetine. And Have you told your doctor about the cutting? No. No. Do you think you could... I'm going to give you a number in a minute. Have you got a pen and paper? 
Just, just make sure, I'm going to, we'll talk for a bit longer, but I'm going to give you a number in about three minutes. So just make sure you've got a pen and paper next to you, because I want you to write down a number that you're going to be embarrassed when I give it to you. But actually, I think it would... It, 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 Samaritans, yeah. Samaritans, mate, yes! Yeah, I've spoken to them. I've spoken how did to you, them. How did you find them? Because they're not for everyone. I found them very helpful when I spoke to them. How did you find them? It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Well, you need somebody to talk to, but they they can't give you any. No. They can't give you advice, and they can't tell you what to do. But exactly. here's the thing: I've called the Samaritans several times, right? And I've called them three times when I was going to kill myself, right? When I was going to do it, I was going to do it. I was ready and I was going to do it. It's like, right now, I'm going to do it. And I just thought, something in me thought, right, before I kill myself, I'm going to give the universe one more chance and I'm going to phone the Samaritans up and see if they can persuade me not to. And um, maybe it was only twice, actually, with the Samaritans. The third time was with a friend. Um, and they did. They did. They didn't give me any advice. They just gave me enough oxygen via that phone call to kind of i still was in pain and still was depressed but i didn't want to kill myself and i'm just thinking if you could find somehow the um the i don't know the the power the life the love for yourself that's a good one if you could find the love for yourself when you're holding that knife or whatever it is you do when you cut yourself go right you know what i'm gonna cut myself but before I do that, let me give this, let me just try the Samaritans and see what they can do. And I just wonder if, if, if after your phone call to the Samaritans, if you might just put that knife away and not cut yourself. You might yeah. not, you might still do it. I don't know. You might still do it. I know what, I know exactly what you're saying. I don't want to be that blank that called you up and you saved his life because I, I was listening to that and it, it brought tears to my eyes. Yeah, it was a tough call. That was, that was Chris before Christmas. It was, but, it was a really tough call. But you're not there. Really Here's the thing: you're not there. You're not. You're not killing yourself. Well, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. You, you could be argued you are slowly, but my worry would be is if you don't address this now, that at some point we might have a phone call where you're killing yourself this is what i am scared of yeah and you've got kids and you've got a wife who it would appear loves you very very much oh yeah she does yeah there we go well that's something do you want to say something yeah, catherine you're going to say something here's the thing this stuff thrives in the in secrecy in the shadows and and, and what i'm hearing from you is that you are trying to just be in control of it all you don't want to be that guy you don't want to trouble people you don't want to tell people your wife will know something's up. Do you know what? She'll probably be relieved to know what it is. There'll be a part of her that that would be that would be relieved to know what it is, and that she can do something about it. You don't have to handle it on your own because because what you're doing isn't shameful. It's a it's like Ian said before. It's a symptom of something else. Um, yeah, yeah. No one's saying that she's she knows something's wrong. Of course she does. It's easier to do this stuff as a team. Oh, it's just so hard. Of course it is. If the shoe was on the other foot and she was doing this, you'd want to know, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah, I'd be there for her. Of course you would. 
no matter what. Of course yeah. you would, and she feels the same, I'm sure. My suggestion, and this is just a suggestion, I would never tell anyone what to do, right, is an evening, an afternoon, a weekend, a morning, when sometime when, I don't know how old your kids are, I don't need to know, but at some point when it's you and her, my suggestion is you, you sit down with, make a cup of tea and sit down and say, look, this is really, really tough and I'm ashamed and I'm embarrassed and I've got to tell you something. You know I mentioned that I did the self-harm before. I'm doing it again. I don't know why. I don't want to do it. I'm scared and I'm, I could really do with, with someone on my side to help me. Something along that, those lines. You'd find the right words to say. You'd say it in your way. You'd explain as much as you wanted. And she could be shocked. She could be upset. She might be angry. She might be angry that you've done it and you've not told her. That's fine. That wouldn't, that won't last very long from what you've told me about her. Um, I suspect you would get a sympathetic arm around your shoulder. I suspect you both have a good old cry and she would start to formulate, help you, sorry, help you formulate a plan. Well, so she's going to want to see what Okay. I don't think we can show her that. Well, well then I you can say that. If she says, can you, can you, then that's a conversation you have with her. some point she's going to see you naked. She's your wife, right? some point she's going to see it. But um, if she asks to see it, I would suggest show it, but also if you don't feel up to showing it to her, if you're too ashamed, if you're too embarrassed, if you're too whatever, say, I don't think I can show it to you at the moment, can we just talk about it instead? Maybe, maybe later I'll be able to, but right now, can, can, we, can you just hold me and can we just talk about it and, and, and see if we can come up with, with something, because I'm struggling here. I really am. You are, I can hear it, man, and you don't need to. You don't need to. You're a good man, Mark, and you deserve to have smooth, scar-free arms, legs, chest, whatever it is you're doing. Those marks, those war wounds, you don't deserve them. You haven't done anything to deserve them. And a lot of what you're saying is that you're trying to protect other people. Like even what happened with your ex, you were trying to stop. You make sure you didn't hurt her. Just give a little bit of that compassion to yourself, because you deserve it. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. You haven't got to do any of this stuff we're saying today. You haven't got to do it. Too. You haven't got to do it this week. You haven't got to do it this month. I, I would suggest you do it as sooner rather than later. But you, you, if you do it in six months, you know. You do it when you're ready. Again, I would suggest you do it as soon as you can and you start, because the longer it goes on for, the harder it will be for you and the bigger of a shock it will be for her. Um, but you'll do, you do this when you're ready and if you think it's the right thing. I'm not, you've, you've got the number for the Samaritans, haven't you? So I don't need to give it, well, I, I will give it because there'll be other people listening. It's 116123. Is that the right way around? I think it is. One, one, or is it one, two, three? It's one, one, six, one, two, three. I'm pretty sure. One, one, six, one, two, three. Just checking, but... I think that's right. I think that's right. Um, um, and where are we now? Is, is Wednesday yeah. going? I'd be really great, if you wanted to, to give us a call later in the week, or if you don't fancy that, maybe give us a call earlier next week. Yeah, yeah. I, have I you, Mark, have you cut yourself tonight? Uh, yeah, well, yeah. On today, I did, yeah. today. Okay. Yeah. So, so I thought so. I thought so. 
and I, I didn't quite buy the three weeks. I'm not telling you off. I just just wondered why you'd phoned us up tonight. Um, is it is it bad? Do you need medical treatment? No, I don't. No, it's fine. You cleaned it. It's, Done it's it? still bleeding a bit, but it's. Have, have you have you have you have you cleaned it? Hidden. So okay, it's hidden. Clean it. If you can get something on there, plaster or a bandage or whatever, do that. But make sure it's clean. Yeah. Um, I'm really sorry you feel you have to do that, Mark. You're a good man. And I you deserve to be um, happy. Sort of. I didn't expect this kind of reaction from you. I thought you was going to have a go at me. You thought I was going to do what? I thought you were going to have a go at me. What? Now, isn't that interesting? Why would, why would I have a go at you? When have I ever had a go at someone who's called up struggling? You haven't. You right. Haven't. So that is coming. I, if I think of myself, I'm a 47-year-old man. Yeah. And I should... I should just grow up. No. It's not growing up, though. It's not growing up. Here's the thing. You thought I was going to have a go at you because you think you're a piece of shit, don't you? Am I right? I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you thought I was going to have a go at you... Um, because you think that. Here's the thing. It's only you that thinks that. Maybe your ex-wife, maybe some people you pissed off at work. I don't know. But it's only you that thinks you are undeserving of love. And it's only you that thinks you are undeserving of not feeling that pain that you're feeling, you know, every time you put a blade in. It's only you that thinks that. I don't think that. From the 20 minutes we've been talking, uh, uh, I think you're a decent, good man. You're a good, a good father who's been through hell. And you come out the other side and you're surviving. I would imagine Catherine feels similar. Yeah. I'm getting tweets from people saying, saying very, very similar things. And I know that your wife, uh, from what you've told me, feels that. You deserve to be happy, Mark. And you can be happy. you just got to do a little bit of work. Okay, yeah. I, I, oh, God. I try to be. I try to be a good man. There you I are. Be a good dad. We don't always get it right, do we? No, we don't. Think, no. Here's what you got to think, right? Progress, not perfection. Yeah. Don't be so hard on yourself. You don't expect everyone else to be perfect. You're saving them from a whole lot of stuff or trying to control how much they're exposed to because you're a caring person. I heard you say something just then that's, feel, that's given me a little bit of hope. You sucked in your breath and went, oh, God, right? Now, what I heard in that, oh, God, was you you seeing what you have to do to get better. Does that make sense? Was there, like, a moment of clarity when you saw some of the things you have to do? I have to sort myself out. Yeah, good. You can. You can. It's easier if you get a team on your side, and I would suggest your team is your wife and your doctor. Maybe your mum, I don't know what your relationship with your mum is, but definitely your wife, and then your doctor. That's a great team. It's easier. My, my mum has saved my life so many times. Okay. I can't, I can't really... Then don't them. Don't then, don't for now. You may never have to. You may never have to, right? So don't worry about that then. Your wife and your doctor. Uh, yeah, she's, she is my girl. Yeah. Yeah. Tell her, mate. Let, Tell her. Let her do. Let her do for you what you do for her. Mm. Take the lid off, because at the moment it's not working in secrecy, is it? No. Mark, it's been a, a real. Um, 
it's been an honour to talk to you tonight, and I mean that. I, I mean that in its truest sense. I feel honoured and humbled to have spoken to you tonight, and I look forward to hearing how things are going. I will, you know, I'll give you a call back at some point. I'm sorry that... Nothing to apologise for. I love you, man. I love you. There you go. Have that one for free. I love you, Mark. I mean it. Thank you, mate. All right. You take care of yourself, all right? All right. Thank you, Mark. Cheers, mate. Thanks for ringing, Mark. What a nice guy. I've got got optimism. I've got optimism because I heard something in his voice at the end there. That was that was a realization. Oh shit! Okay, right. There's an there's an alternative. When you start to see what you need yeah. to do, like you said, he's got this. Uh, the Samaritans, one one six one two three. They don't give you advice. They they can't they can't tell you who to call. They can't tell you what to do. But they just listen. And if you want to sit on the phone and cry for an hour, you can sit and cry for an hour. You want to sit there and not say anything for an hour. You sit there and not say anything for an hour. You want to give a fake name. That's great. They don't know where you are. It's all anonymous. Beautiful. Um, right, we've got Sean up next. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The radio show where the owls are not what they seem. Do you or have you ever watched Twin Peaks? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. They could be dreaming and meeting each other in their dreams. On Talk Radio. There we go. Because after, Sam explained, explained it to me, it's after midnight. They reset. The computer resets and loads up all of the beds and trails for the rest of the day. But it means that for for our f- last hour of the show, the computer's doing loads of stuff and so it goes slow. $25 million. This is how geeky I am. When I was a kid, me and my friend Michael Hall, he had a Spectrum, I had a BBC Micro, and we wanted to find out which which computer could count to a million quicker. So we wrote a pro, we got on the fo- we wrote a program for each computer to ca- count to a million. We got on the phone and we said, right, ready, steady, go. And we started running it. Wow, that's kind of adorable. You should have got a Blue Peter badge for that if you'd have done it rather than done. to each other, do it, told the Blue Peter lot. Have a guess which computer counted to a million fastest, that the BBC and the Spectrum. Mm. BBC. Yeah, of course it is. Educational, wasn't it? Did you put a cheat in it? No, I didn't put cheat in it. I didn't put any cheats in it, for crying out loud. It was quicker, but quite a considerable... Was it? ...considerable way. This is this is what my life was like as a teenage boy. Powerful beast. I seem to remember spending quite a lot of time during one summer holiday writing out, uh, you know, when you used to write out programmes. Yeah. I had a hardback book and it was... God, I don't even know why I wanted to play it. Yeah. Sherlock Holmes. And I wrote chapters and chapters of that thing. Yeah. Crap. Yeah. Crap! Well, they're worth it. My typing got good, though. There we go, you see. There we go. I used to write programmes. I used to... I wrote a programme that would convert Fahrenheit to centigrade. And vice versa. Most of my programmes were go to 10. Vic is a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Sean. Good evening, Sean. Good evening. How are we? Very well. I've still got this dodgy tummy. And during the news at midnight... Just water. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. water coming well, out of me. You will play. You will play with uh, haunted dolls. I w- yeah. don't. Please don't. Yeah, that's mate. what you get. Bum soup. Please don't. Let's not even go. Uh-huh. I'm not. Don't want to dwell on that. What have you got for us, Sean? Well, I, I was finding out about Barrymore, but um, first things first. I want to say big shout out to Mark. Yes. Because um, absolute respect there from uh, another guy. I'm in the same age bracket as him. Old. I've been previous- yeah, basically. <laughs> Old. <laughs> we're actually in. We're. Us males are in that uh, that weird bracket, which uh, the biggest um, what's the word? I'm trying to use an, uh, the word, the most threatening thing to our age group isn't smoking, it's not cancer, it's not alcoholism, it's actually mental health issues. Yeah, yeah. So, exactly. everyone um, of 
my age bracket to stand up there and actually talk openly about this problem, um, which is easily sorted yeah. by talking to the right people because, yeah. you know, I think it's important to, you know, talk to the right people, the people that are close to you, um, the people that know you, and obviously the professionals that can give you the proper advice. Yeah. Um, but, you know, in the UK, you've got, to, I was just looking at some stats, four, uh, 400 in 100,000 people self-harm in the UK. So he's he's certainly not alone. No, it's it's very very common, and people think mm. oh it's just it's just teenage girls. It's almost just teenage girls. Yeah, there's a lot of teenage girls that do do it actually, but it, it can affect anybody. It can affect anybody, and um, it's uh, it, it's it's a tough whole thing. Thank you for that, Sean. Hopefully, Mark is listening, and hopefully, he will get some strength from 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 uh, what you're saying. Now, mm. Barrymore, do you want to see Barrymore back on the telly? Yep. Brian Moore's a very good friend of mine. Uh, he follows me on Twitter. We've chatted for many years, privately, obviously. Um, now, when you say very good friend, because I've got, pe- I've got people that well, follow me on Twitter. I've got um, Nancy Sinatra follows me on Twitter, but we're not very good friends. Well, I've got Orinoco Ono, whatever the name is. Orinoco yeah, Ono. Here's the thing, right? I've been following Yoko Ono for years. Yeah. And I keep seeing people that follow me are followed by Yoko Ono. What's going on there? Wow. Yeah, that'll be me. She follows anyone. I, well, she she follow me. Don't follow Kath. I wonder if Yoko Ono's following me. Oh. oh I don't really look. worry about that. Oh, well. It's more quality. Well, I just wonder whether I've done something. Well, no, because I got unfollowed by Keith Chegwin for no reason whatsoever. Oh. Yeah, and he blocked me as well. He blocked you? Yeah. Mm. I, I did a, a tweet with him and Ali Jones. Um, it was quite a friendly tweet, really, and he, he blocked me. And it was Gosh. really bizarre. Gosh. But, oh, Yoko Ono uh, follows nearly a million people, though. Yeah, and not me. Okay. Oh, um, all right. I'm her. <laughs> I wrote to her as well. Oh, maybe that's it. Yeah. Ah, that'd be I'm, it. I'm on, well, the, I'm on you, that list. You don't need her. You oh. got me. We follow you. Thanks. I appreciate it, Sean. Team TLNA, which I really have issues with. Why? I, it doesn't roll off the tongue to me. I keep. Tilna. Well, it's like um, R-O-F-L-M-A and... Roll on the floor yeah, laughing my ass off. Rufflecopter. Yeah. I get them all wrong and they sound like a STD. Oh, gosh. T-L-N-A. Tlunna. Is that... Tlunna. 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 It's an easy one. It makes a... Got to have a hashtag, Sean. You've got to have a hashtag. No one uses full words anymore. No. I'm thinking of getting an emoji hashtag. Have you noticed, though, with your hashtag that there's a lot of... Scum. Oriental writing coming in there. Oriental yeah. writing? Yeah, someone's actually used TLNA as their uh, their name on Twitter. Oh, oh right. Yeah. We're getting all their feet comes up. Let me I'm like blocking them all. But T-L-N-A yeah, it's... TLNA um, on Twitter. Let's find this scumbag. And... Well, I think it's mul- multiple people. Stop hijacking at the, our hashtag. Yeah, yeah. Jared. Um oh yeah there's a guy well hang on there's a guy called Tony there's a couple Tony and Luz Cavazos they're at TLNA we live in in Illinois need the kingpin of politicians out here so I guess it's time to get out I live on a budget but Illinois politicians believe in their own BS that they want to constantly raise taxes to cover their own waste sad gosh well, I've got a, a name I can't even read because I can't read Chinese but mm. Uh, Just wonder if I'm putting it T L N A, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, he's, this guy's um, this guy's uh, thinks that God's going to come back. Okay, we'll, okay, we'll, we'll we'll leave that guy to his own devices. Okay, okay. So, so hang on, you're good friends with Barrymore. When did you last go around to his house or go out for a costa? 
Well, I'm not going around for a, for a swim, if you know what I mean. Dead. Well, you're hang on a minute. You're a good friend of his, and you're making jokes like that. The thing is, you've got to laugh. You know, we've all got a history. We've all got a bit yeah. of a, you yeah. know, sketchy okay. past. Um, I don't really think his is that sketchy. I don't That's think... Well, you've do. got to laugh, but I do think you don't actually have to laugh about the, the death of a young man, particularly when it is unexplained, when there is a family that is still grieving and is still desperate for answers that still want to know exactly what happened so i i i, I you, you can't i, I get i, yeah, I can't I, don't I, think I one get. can laugh about that i would certainly wouldn't want to laugh about that no i get your point on that but you know there, there's a time to move on you know you you can't one life's gone let's not ruin even more mm. um you know the criminal justice system uh you know i believe that the police have done their job and if they were anything there it would have been out in the open by now. Um, uh, you know, even the fact we're talking about it all these years on is kind of old hat. Uh, the guy was at the top of his game, and the higher you are, the bigger you fall. I mean, you've only got to look at kind of Ant and Dick and where they're going at the moment. Well, although, hang on, Ant's back, and he's been very open about things, and it seems like mostly forgiven. Mm. But you've got the, the media do like um, bringing people down to the ground. Well, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, it sells papers. To, you know, you, nobody wants a nice guy who had an incident. They want the villain. Everyone is panto. The media is just panto. It depends. Sometimes they love a comeback. Mm. I do. It, I mean, Barry Moore's situation is different because a man died. There aren't that many instances i can i can't think of any at the moment but there are probably a few where a, a celebrity was in the vicinity of an horrific death i can't think of many other situations all i can think of is keith moon running over his, his chauffeur and killing him um i can't think of any others it's, it's a pretty unique experience the ted kennedy thing but that was weird the way that was dealt with ted kennedy yeah he was in a car and went in the water didn't it Chapa oh Quidditch. yeah but i'm talking i mean that's politicians i'm talking mm. like you know entertainers particularly in britain entertainers it's it's a unique situation the, the, the whole barrymore thing i do um okay thank you i do think i think he should be i think I mean, but he has been back he did um, he, did big, big he did big brother mm, so maybe yeah, maybe he did well in it, didn't he? i don't remember i didn't i didn't really watch it i don't think um so but maybe there aren't enough people that want him i mean what would he come back and do he's going to come back and do strike it lucky I think I've had its day. Yeah, totally it's had its day. I mean, what, I don't, I also struggle I don't to, think people believe in that Barrymore anymore. No, I struggle to see where he would fit no. in to... Well, the weird thing is, I think after 18 years, he's, he's kind of, he's not himself anymore. I, I think he's so been bashed by the whole mm. experience. I don't think, he, I think he's a shadow of his, yeah. his former self. That's what it felt like I mean, on Big Brother, that he was broken. Yeah, it did. Yes. Uh, and, and it was almost a car crash to watch. Yeah. For someone that actually quite likes you know, this person. Um, I do. I think he's a nice chap. Um, that's my thoughts. Mm. Okay. All right, Sean. Listen, thank you for that. I appreciate that. 0344 499 1000 is the phone number. We're still doing the silly stuff, but Barrymore's on telly. Big interview with a, with a bell cheese. Would you want Barrymore back on telly? Um, let's get your thoughts, please, guys. Let's have, a, let's have a phone in about it. This is Talk Radio. A star-crossed soapbox for Sailor Boys, oh. Stable Girls. <laughs> 
Sunday in. And stripper grands. It depends who you're with and it depends on the situation. Late Night Speech Radio with a difference. Thank you. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh, you and Macintosh and bad boy Paulie have given me two examples of British light entertainers that have been involved in the death of someone and have made comebacks. Ewan suggests, well done, thank you, Noel Edmonds. Oh, yeah. The guy's name was, um, wasn't it Gary Lovett? Was that his name? Died during a rehearsal for a stunt. Michael Lush, thank you, Paul. Michael Lush, thank you, Paul Ross, just mad that. Michael Lush. Um, horrific stunt that went wrong yeah it was suspended like 100 feet up in a crane and stuff mm. I, and I, i'm gonna be honest i'm not making light of this when i was 100 feet up in the jungle I, I i did think about that i did think shit these things don't always go right i mean they, they kind of tend to now but you can never plan for every possibility uh he made it obviously made a comeback and bad boy paulie leslie grantham yeah i was just thinking about that murdered someone yep Actually held a gun. I mean, it was, it was, I think it was manslaughter. It may have gone down no, to... No, murder conviction. Was it murder? Fired a gun and shot a taxi driver in a robbery. In Germany, yeah. Um, that's, inc- that's incredible. That's incredible. Leslie Grantham, his career was... I mean, he was able to build a career after murdering somebody, but his career was finished when he sucked yeah. his thumb on a... tucked his finger on a, on a Skype call. Yeah. Isn't that funny? That's where our priorities are. That's Isn't that where, crazy? That's where our priorities are. Okay, yeah, you can kill someone with a gun, but no, 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 no. You're sucking your finger in a in a Skype call. Nah, we're not having that. Ended it. Got written out of EastEnders after that. Meanwhile, Joel Domit has used what happened to him. He got catfished, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. And they you they um, ex- exposed him. Yeah. Thinking he was talking to a, a hot woman. Um, because he wouldn't pay them. And that happened while he was in the jungle. Yeah. And he made a show out of it. Wow. Because wow. he thought, well, it's going to happen, I'm going to use it. Yeah. It's, it's interesting, isn't it? It's really interesting. I think things are changing. I think people now are realising that it needn't be the end. It's I think so. Um, I, just thinking out loud, yeah, I'd like Barrymore back on. I, 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 I would like... I, I, he was funny. I used to like Barrymore. Yeah. I used to like Barrymore. I, but I can also... I also understand the family's anger. Absolutely. And, and sadness. I understand that. Um, and I guess there's no way you're going to uh, appease that. And also, how does he come back? He's going to come back as a straight actor? Yeah. Well, he's done straight acting. He's done acting. Yeah. Bob Mills worked with him, wrote a couple of series for him, yeah. didn't he? Um, got- I don't think, you know, Good Time Barrymore, I don't, I don't know whether he can do that anymore. I don't know if he's got that in him anymore. Mm, yeah. Only he knows. Let's go, we've got a couple of calls, look, let's go to Neil. Good evening, Neil. Yeah. Uh, Barrymore. Yes. I liked him. I think he was really good. Yeah. Uh, what, was the pr- what was the one he used to do? Well, he used to do loads of them. Uh, Strike It Lucky, Barrymore's People. That's it, yeah, yeah. I think he was a really, a really good entertainer. Yeah. I just think, like, well, it's the media again, isn't it? He should have just... Oh, I don't know. Uh, back then, <laughs> yes. he couldn't have, like... 
he wouldn't have been open to what he was doing back then. So well, he didn't maybe... even come out as gay. He married, married his manager, uh, Cheryl Barrymore, who's dead exactly. now, isn't she? She passed away. He married, he married her, and then there was, he was, he was, I think he was struggling with drugs while he was married to her. Straight man, a gay man living a straight life, and then, and then, and then he, then he got divorced, and then he came out, and it was all rather flamboyant and stuff. And I think that was, you know, that the, the press didn't really like that. It's such a shame because people had to hide that. I mean, you know, I'm not gay. I've got, I'm married with wife, but it's just so geese. What <laughs> geezer? Geezer. Geezer. Yeah, no. Geezer. It's just so out of order that people used to have to hide that shit. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is out of order, but people, but people do. People do. Mm-hmm. People get embarrassed, ashamed, whatever. You know, it's um, it's it's, it's confusing, man. Yeah. I reckon there would be a lot more um people alive now if it weren't for that for the shame yeah for sure oh yeah totally yeah. Man. totally it's still a massive deal you know all this stuff with gay pride and stuff where you see you know happy people having a wonderful time that okay yeah that's that's true but there's still a great big problem with people not feeling they're able to be themselves neil thank you for that lemon boy uh, uh, oliver uh, matthew broderick yeah. Charged with manslaughter, killed someone whilst driving in Ireland. Uh-huh. Doesn't quite know how that that went, but yeah, in it, in it. Um, thank you, Neil. Let's go to Dan. Good evening, Dan. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Kat. Good evening, Hi, Dan. Dan. Yeah, Barrymore. Yes, he's great. He's really pleasant. Um, you can have a great chat to him on Twitter, but he isn't who he was. He's, you know, your interview with Tony Slattery. Yeah. The flashes were there, but you could see the cogs. Yes, yeah. The, 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 um, the damage had been done. That's it. And I don't think for his own good he should try to come back. Not on any big scale. Barrymore we're um, talking about. Either, really. Either, yeah, um, yeah, you're gone. <laughs> yeah. Um, purely because, others have said it, the media don't like you trying to come back unless you went away on their terms and yeah. you were missed. Mm. You're not allowed to come back. So you're talking about two people who seem quite fragile. Yeah. Do, do exactly. I remember? I didn't really watch Big Brother with Barrymore, but I saw bits of it. Do I remember? Was he kind of like slurring a bit? He was, but I think he's on meds. He was on some uh, strong meds, but 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 one would assume that, that, that he might still be taking those meds. In which case, his brain ain't never going to work at the, the, the speed again. Or you know, when that, with, with slattery. Um, the, he, I saw the this morning interview he did where he was sober, but he was still, you know, he was on meds, but y- you could also see he's damaged his brain. Mm. Yeah, that's it. And I think, certainly with Barrymore, he, I think he wants to be on telly. I don't think he should be. Um, because, apart from anything, he's, he's what now? He's nearly 70-ish. He's that kind of ballpark. So you're remembering him from 20, 25 years ago when... Um, he was a little bit younger. He was, you know, this lanky, boisterous person. Um, and now he's older. And he's well, hang on, he's 67. 67's not an age. Which means... Oh, no, I'm not when he not. When he um, was taken off, he was 48. He was only a couple of yeah. years older than I am now. And remember, from his point of view, that career was stolen from him. Oh, through definitely. no fault of his own. And he can still entertain people, but if you... He's not as spontaneous as he was. We need to get him um, to do this. Is this will be the test? He needs to do. He needs to recite the states, the United States of America, in alphabetical order. If he can do that in under a minute, he's back. This is true. He, he's he back. was on. Um, 
Greg Scott, remember, you, you know of Greg Scott. We're big, big fans of Greg Scott, of course, yes. He um, used to have a radio show on a Saturday morning and he had Barry Moore on with him live right. about five years ago now. And it was just a bit slow. He was there and he was in the moment, but he was slow. Right, well, he's doing um, this thing with Piers Morgan and I'm, I, I, I'm, I, I'm reluctant to watch it because I don't like Piers Morgan, but I do like... pause it. And mute it whenever <laughs> yes. you see Morgan's face. <laughs> could do, could do that. But Jeremy Kyle did a similar show with him a few years back as well. It, it, I don't think it's going to be anything vastly new in it. But no. there, there was a really good Jeremy Kyle show with Barrymore. Um, so that's worth seeking out. Um, much like Jeremy Kyle is on your station. Um, no, Leslie Grant. No, he's not anymore. Um, didn't the BBC stand behind him because he had actually done his time? He'd admitted a crime did the time yeah and that then was absolutely huge and they couldn't really dump him because uh they were stuck with him i think so i remember it i mean i was i always think i was like 13 12 when eastenders came out and i remember the story sorry it was five shut up you're older yeah. than me i've seen your picture no i'm just fat oh damn god I, I do think some people are expendable though so you know, yeah grantham wasn't at that point because yeah. it was still brand new show and it's they've put a whole yeah whole and ba money Barry Moore's never going to get, you know, even if they say, yeah, come back, he's never going to get a Saturday night TV show again. He's, he's, he's done. That's done. You'll do some Channel 5 clip shows talking on YouTube. Clips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They pay very well, those shows, it has to be said, Dan. I think you'd be grateful for it, and Dan, I think you'd be good at it. Thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We've only got a couple of uh, uh, minutes uh, left. We didn't do any of the... Thank you, um, C, who sent me... Um, Birthday card, it's very kind. It's appreciated. We appreciate we appreciate that. That's appreciated, appreciado. Did you see this thing about an investigation being launched after an ambulance worker attacked a drunk man with a sausage? Oy, those ambulance workers. Romanian emergency services are looking into an incident after a video was posted on social media. Ambulance worker who's not been identified can be seen holding the thick salami sausage above the unconscious man lying on a stretcher in the back of the van with an oxygen mask. He beats the man's head with a sausage and even rubs it on his cheek. At one point, the worker tells the man, do you want salami? Take one on your head, you drunkard, before wow. placing it on a chair in front of him. Incredible scenes. Come in, Paul. I'm just reading there's another cat killer, but this one's a proper cat killer. It's not just a fox, it's a human being. Well, I mean, um, what were they called? Snarl said that they didn't believe that it well, was a fox in the first place, did they? A sadist has stabbed at least 25 cats to death in 18 months. 15 of the killings have taken place in the past six months. You touch my girls. You touch my girls. Police believe the brute roams the streets of Brighton at night looking for moggies to attack. He or she stabs or disembowels the pet. Jeez, man. Sorry, Paul, you've come in at a particularly dark moment. Gruesome. Leaving the fatally wounded cats to crawl home. Oh. Jean Powell, 80. Oh, this is so sad, man. I'm, oh, man. Jean Powell, 80, whose 12-year-old puss Sammy was killed, said, I can't understand how someone could be so cruel. Man alive. That's terrible. You touch my girls. Any of you touch my girls and there's gonna be there's gonna be trouble. It's gonna be trouble, Paul. Have you got any pets? You a pet I've got man? Two some murder dogs. Yeah, they're oh, great big. He's got a lot of pets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to weigh them the other day. They needed um worming tablets or the hideous things dogs have to have. Yep. And the vet said, I'm not gonna give them to you till I weigh them again. I've got them both along there. 
They weigh 75 kilos each. Flipping which heck. Is 11 and a half stone. Jeez. <laughs> so the one at the back of the car goes, the axle goes where they get in the back there. They're big That's old boys. Serious. One's only a puppy as well. I don't mind We should mind have a pet together. When you have your first barbecue this summer, I'll bring the boys bring along. The, I'll, I'll come <laughs> bring them around, definitely. Your sons will love them. I mean, they're incredibly very slobbery. Put, put a saddle on them and ride them. I mean, they are big enough for that, yeah, it feels yeah. like. Oh, heavy, yeah. Heavy, heavy, heavy duty. Bring them around, the and, boys I won't be bad at more on that show, Bob Martin. I was a But a lot of people, like me, Shane, Richie... Right, Terry I never Wode saw it, but I'm aware it, it of it. It's quite clever. Jeff Pope co-wrote it with uh, Bob Mills. Yeah. So it was more clever than funny. It, it was, was kind of a Larry Sanders vibe. It was behind the scenes of a show. And was playing a magnified version of himself. Right. And Terry Wogan was great as the kind of head of the show his mafia who'd heard that uh, Bob Martin was angling to take over the Eurovision right. so he summons him to this meeting and won't let him sit down it was all quite funny oh okay I was okay. just terrible did my usual bit you know I'd do anything for a dollar that's it that's, that's, that's what we do I'm getting I'm, I'm following your career path it. my outspoken says I'll do it cash or banker's um, craft we are, you've got till 57 I'd rather tell you about the late late breakfast show please do uh, started in 83 was a Michael Hall production Gary Kemp wrote the theme tune for it yes spun off from the multicoloured uh, swap shop of course yeah and before poor old Michael Lush died on that bungee jump that went jump that went so spectacularly wrong they had two very serious injuries already a woman broke her collarbone or shoulder and a driver broke his pelvis and people had said at the time all they care about is the stunts and the rating it was after that and when Anthea Turner set her hair on fire the BBC really started to take health and safety seriously yeah. but of course Mike Smith was involved. He was presenting he was the, the LB stunts. He was the full yeah, guy for the whole on, thing. And he, he was off telly for a couple of years. He, he came back to London Weekend Television after that. But of course, um, they cancelled the show. Yeah. And I suppose it's that thing where you think it wasn't like the Barrymore thing. It didn't feel as personal as that. It was still no. hideous for the family, but it didn't feel as personal. They, 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 they cancelled the show, but then he came back with an almost identical yeah, course, show. But, but Mike... Crinkly Bottom. I've read that Mike Smith was furious with Edmonds for yeah. just kind of turning his back on him and letting him take... The, yeah. the blame for it. The other great story about the Late Late uh, Breakfast Show is that Paul McCartney appeared on it in an interview with Linda. Yeah. Almost unwatchable. It sometimes... It's, oh, it, I saw it. Yeah, and, and the reason he did it was because he was going to fly in to do Top of the Pops. The Say 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 video wasn't ready with him and Michael Jackson. Yeah. But the, on the day he got flew in, the charts came out, and Say 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 sat down, Top of the Pops said, we're not having you. Oh, Apparently McCartney, who you said yesterday, is more business side of show yeah. business, said, I'm going to pull all my records and compositions from the BBC. This is the allegation. You've got ten say. seconds, so and we're going to live done. news. He turned up on the show, yeah. Olivia Newton-John was the guest, and of course, Say 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 went back up the charts. There you go, you see. Rock and roll history. This is Talk Radio. On DAB, digital radio, online and on mobile. This is Talk Radio.